Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Warning, today's podcast may include scandalous tales of teenage lap seating, rivers of candy blood, and unspeakable evil like the Shaw of Iran secret torture police and Disney World hotels charging for parking now. Buckle up, it's the Matterhorn Bobsleds on Podcast The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, the show hosted by three men trying to outrace death by knowing every theme park signature treat. I'm Jason Sheridan, uh, joined as always by Mike Carlson. So you're saying that if we know every treat that exists at Disney or not, that maybe the Grim Reaper will will come another day. We will outrace uh, death, embodied by like uh, a skiing man, right, in Jack Kirby's. Uh, fourth world isn't death oh, oh like is death ski? a ski death is like racing yeah that seems right like the evil racer that really ties into the theme today yeah it skiing. does skiing yeah good yeah. work oh right also <laughs> like, it does oh yes 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 uh, yes a lot of skiing going on in the matter <laughs> jason's playing four-dimensional chess right i'm playing four-dimensional chess uh and playing with me scott gardner <laughs> i sure am <laughs> um don't checkmate me um yeah wait outrunning di- yeah i mean yeah treats to help uh, distract from the uh the ultimate specter some might say though the treats speed up you know if you have too many treats, Jason. Well, yeah, but you got to do a few laps on the park to uh, walk <laughs> off that Giardelli. Uh, <laughs> All right, that's a good fair. place to Parfait. get your steps in. Good, great Gretel, place to get your steps Disneyland, in. Disneyland, a trip to Disneyland. I will often uh, justify the indulgence by knowing on that I'm I'm walking potentially nine, ten miles. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> most in my life, uh, I'm never doing any marathon or anything. So every trip to disneyland is my marathon yeah it's very funny looking at my steps and it'll be like from my orlando trip it'll be like twenty thousand steps twenty five thousand steps and then the trip is over and it's like 500 steps (laughs) (laughs) like one flight climbed and that's it yeah so go there load up load up for the year like uh, gathering berries for your hibernation (laughs) yeah um and it levels you out you're in pretty good shape i feel Um, i don't know i mean kind of i think it's just luck (laughs) honestly i'm tall and yeah it goes every like it just falls my metabolism is still okay for a man in his mid-30s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, I don't like, think any of the three of us are a real rough mess, considering how much uh, treats factor into our lives and discussion and uh, alcohol and uh, indulgent meals. Taco, I eat Taco Bell three times a week, and I'm doing fine. Wow. Maybe not three. Maybe two. Let's say two. Now, did I eat it two hours ago? Yes. Yes. Hmm. Yes, I did. But I so ate on a, a very sampling small- day. Yeah, I ate two small, very like small kind of treat snack sizes. Treats. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about portion control now, right? That's what they say. <laughs> yes, now yeah. it is. Yes. Uh, In 2018. So yeah, we're talking Matterhorn today. Sure are. Um, Matterhorn bobsleds. Yeah, that's the official, official name. name. Yeah. Is Thought Matt- so. 
Didn't want to get that wrong. Uh, and for our SEO, get all those uh, uh, bobsled fans to listen to just oh, this yeah, episode. Oh, yeah, that's true. Still um, high off the Winter Olympics. Mm-hmm, still mm-hmm. riding strong. Uh, but some some recent events, some news uh, to kick us off. Sure, yeah. Uh, what do you got? Well, uh, well, we got a very nice message. Uh, uh, this was through Twitter. Michael Natal sent us a message uh, about a recent announcement by Disney. Uh, Michael writes... This is going to sound bizarre, but here it goes. My mother, who isn't in any way tech savvy, is a huge fan of your show. In fact, it's uh, it's in fact the only podcast she'll listen to. Uh, as such, she asked me on her behalf to reach out to ask you guys if you would at any point discuss the controversy over Disney World choosing to now charge hotel guests for parking at the hotels themselves. I know that's specific, but I'm just doing what I was asked. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Michael's mom. Uh, what a good for son. Listening. Uh, what a good son. Hey, I, yeah. Thanks, both of you, for listening. Yeah, I like how he was just like, I'm just following orders. This is not what I wanted to do. <laughs> I'd be curious to hear what he would like us to talk about. Oh, just yeah. To even, yeah, that's true. But, I, but, you know, he's going in generational order, which I think is right. That and, is nice, uh, yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah. deference to your mom. So yeah, uh, what do we think? So yeah, Disney World is now charging if you're staying at like the Polynesian Hotel and you're staying overnight. Most hotels will charge you like forty dollars to keep a car there, whether it's a rent, whatever car. In general, well, in the world, this yes, is in in true. high density areas. Yes, like that's if you true. come to L.A. or you go to New York, you're you're gonna pay a premium to park at hotels. If you're staying at like a Hilton Garden Inn or a Courtyard by Marriott in the middle, in the suburbs or something, there's usually a giant free parking lot. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, and a lot of resorts sort of play, like Universal's uh, on-site hotels have uh, charged for pretty much, I think I've always charged for parking, but that was a perk of Disney's. If you stay on site at Disney, you park for free at mm-hmm. the hotels if you're staying at the One hotel. little uh, bone tossed to the people yeah. who were paying for the uh, far more expensive hotels that are right. on site. Yeah. Uh, so that's going away. That's going away. <laughs> now it's like $40 little... a night, probably. I will say this I didn't know they weren't charging people to park there. I, didn't I had know no either. idea. I haven't. St- I stayed there like f- four years ago on site. I didn't realize. I didn't have a car though, mm-hmm. right? So I don't know. I didn't know that. That uh, that is news to me. Didn't you just go with a car though? Well, we didn't. That was a whole thing. I didn't even get to that on the podcast episode. There was a whole debacle with budget rent a car. We had reservations <laughs> at be our guest restaurant oh, at about eight. Still more. Yeah, there's more. We had reservations <laughs> at eight thirty. We were in the line at seven o'clock at the airport, and I was like, guys, look, if we wait in this line, we're never getting to be our guest. I'm like, we got to abandon this rent a car. And I convinced the party I was with to abandon the rent a car. Oh. Uh, he got the mon- Luke. He, he got the money back. Don't worry. But yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah, Jason was. He was sweating, <laughs> gripping the microphone. Like, <laughs> yeah. What's like the a, end of this story? <laughs> like a plane going down. Like the, the budget rent a car. Were they also going to make you eat a seven course meal? Uh, <laughs> it's in the trunk. <laughs> Cranberry <Yeah>. sauce and <laughs> gravy. Uh, I would have done it to get to be our guest. I would have eaten two meals. So how did you get? On proper, did you take a lift? We had to take a lift. We oh, took okay. an eighty dollar lift ride to the hotel and then to the Magic Kingdom, and I had to look into parking at the Contemporary because I was wondering if before we could have rented a car and parked at the Contemporary. But they do track you; they do check. Yeah. So they give you three. You'd have to be eating at the Contemporary to park there if you weren't staying there. 
So they're yeah. already becoming very restrictive on parking at their hotels as it is. This is yeah, what mean, we do for fun <laughs> is do do this in life and then <laughs> talk, about, talk it. about it later. At you. Yeah. Uh, we we enjoy getting around uh, parking fees. And, yeah. Well, so in that regard, I'm, I'm not for this. Well, uh, I don't know. Hey, I'm not for people getting charged for these hotels, but it give, if it gives us all a chance to try to game the system, yeah. one of our favorite activities, then... <laughs> right. Uh, Which, uh, harmlessly. So, harmlessly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we're yeah, not yeah. bad boys. Good boy. Good uh, I will <laughs> say... get a value. I was a bad boy, because so what would happen is since we were taking lifts at Disney World, <laughs> uh, you would have to you know get dropped off. So like at Hollywood Studios, it's very easy to get dropped off. They have a section for right. ride share. Yeah. For, but for instance, Magic Kingdom, they want to make you go to Ticket and Transportation Center, take a monorail, and that's going to take a while. What you can do is you can go up to the front of the contemporary. They go, what are you doing here? And then you go like, oh, I'm going to eat here. And they go, all right. But they're suspicious of you. And they should be because you're not eating there. You're just going to get let out of contemporary and walk over to the Magic Kingdom. This happened to me at the at the Grand Californian. We took a lift because the the lift drop off is very far away mm-hmm. from where we were going at Disneyland, and we were uh, so we yeah we took a lift to the Grand Californian. Very very weird and stern and suspicious and yep. like like oh yeah we're going to a restaurant. Oh yeah, which restaurant? Uh, what what uh, are snacks, my man? Yeah, that would have been. <laughs> now I know. Now I know that's the answer because I because I said did I say this on all on the podcast already at some point? I, I said the uh, the Napa Rose, and they uh-huh. said nice try. Napa Rose opens at eleven. Ta ta. It was like it was this. It was this very <laughs> did like, they say ta ta? Uh, uh, no, not ta ta. That was the, that the, was the attitude. attitude. Was very uh, was very ta ta. Yeah, and it was the, and it was just kind of like shut you down. Found a hole in your like. It was this very like snooty movie villain. The guy who then. Then you like hit on the head with a club and drag him somewhere and put on his clothes and then march into the lair or whatever. I mean, that'll be <laughs> interesting. Scott is now working the gate at the Grand California. <laughs> then I got stuck with Then I just liked the job and the uniform yeah. and I stayed. That, that'll be interesting like when that Four Diamond or whatever, the really fancy hotel opens mm-hmm. at Disneyland because like there's an expected level of service at that quality of like high, high end hotel and like you have to weigh that you have to balance that out with that disney like you pay your ticket everything above board sort of Uh thing uh now there's also a lot of uh con man maniacs out there who are trying to pull real cons on them so i get their suspicion (laughs) um you don't consider but, us con men maniacs, though. No, I don't think because, like, also, like we're uh, just savvy pass holders. Yeah, and, uh, and it's goers, it's, park goers. Yeah, I mean, who cares? Like, uh, yeah, it's it's yeah, very savvy stuff. And, There's too uh, much of this thing going. I couldn't believe that level of judgment. I thought this was the be our guest culture. How could mm. this Disney man be they, so mean to us? They've gotten yelled at by some meaner person, probably, of like, we can't have just lifts dropping people off here all day, mm-hmm. and so they're scared, or they're, they've been hardened yeah, by a and- system. Yeah, and then the, there's jerks a lot to deal with. And like that, that's are, also like when high-level executives go to Disneyland, they just valet for free at the Grand Californian and yes. then walk into the parks mm-hmm. or are escorted. So into they the never parks. yeah, they never so have they to go have on a tram. Lot they to never deal have with. to So yeah, if you're running late once and you want to valet I mean you can pay and valet at like Contemporary or Grand Californian out here, but if you're just gonna try to go park quickly, like you have to do the old the old restaurant fib. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I think that's a good point that you made earlier, Mike, of like you Thank didn't you. realize that they were uh <laughs> 
not charging people like uh uh and i think that is probably partly of their justification is like uh, if people are buying big packages in florida and paying for everything else or every other resort fee and stuff like oh they probably won't notice this sort of thing the, yeah i mean they are look i i there's no better they are going to suck all the money they can out of you so it does it's ba- I, like yeah if i'm if i'm giving you my opinion on it it does suck it's bad yeah, I think it's a little sh- i think it's shitty it's i mean shitty. i think it's shitty the the two the like get, getting rid of the like uh the free the soaps and stuff like oh uh, well like that's a different the soaps to the shower so this is a whole nother topic and this is something you were very upset oh, with i, I don't know if we've talked about the scott looks confused no, the toiletry like <laughs> some of the disney hotels are like rather than like the single serve tra- travel toiletries you would <laughs> get in a hotel room there and this is a thing at like um kind of more uh, the budget hotels right? budget hotels All-star or resorts. like pod hotel or ace hotel like there's a chain called ace hotels uh-huh. like sort of uh you just there's just like giant bottles of sh- soap shampoo uh but conditioner fixed. bolted to the wall and okay. then housekeeping just refills those every time now Base- it is more environmentally conscious but for disney that's one less free souvenir that's one so last little perk. One Take of it Jason's away. Fa- I mean, a lot of people. This isn't just a weird yeah, Jason thing. This isn't me. There's a huge you especially culture if, of people. I, and I would, on occasion, you bring back a little of the Mickey, the shampoo with Mickey's head sure. on it. But Jason will come back stocked up for like six oh, months yeah. <laughs> with shampoos and soaps it. and then like a couple I love it they got that towels. H2O that's a great brand that's a high end uh, and when I'll spit at a hotel are you using like the, the moisturizer or the other uh, you know the third uh, cream uh-huh. shampoo conditioner and then the like as the I, foot rub cream I don't I, as a gentleman I'm not usually using uh, you know yeah. extra shower gel or whatever well, but in a hotel I'll treat myself well Jason's sure. still using some of that cream from one of his visits in 1994 yeah <laughs> he's been doling that out yeah it's got <laughs> Bill Clinton waving on it um, yeah Mickey and Bill Mickey was and the part time promotion I think um, that you're going to be really sad when they start bolting the bath towels to the wall yeah <laughs> and won't. they'll need to <laughs> yeah um, or the bathrobe that you steal out of the room. Yeah. They just have a, there's a cord attached to the bathrobe where you have to, <laughs> that, it, that you won't be able to leave with it. Your tether, you can go anywhere in the room, perhaps uh-huh. to the yeah. balcony, but it'll snap you back if you try to jump. Yeah, right. You're trying so to jump too. in a bathrobe. That's good too if you're, you have suicidal thoughts. Mm hmm. So they're helping, yeah. They're uh, they're curbing the death rate by mm-hmm. with that robe leash. Sure, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I have to. I think it's a little bit of like bleeding people dry. I feel like when I was growing up, like it was Disney was trying to get like as many as people as possible to the parks, and mm-hmm. now uh, that they've done that for a few generations, they're like this might be stretching our infrastructure a little bit. What if we got less people, but they spent more money? Uh, mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. that is what a lot of places are doing too, which yeah. is just like, well, we have some customers. Instead of making more customers, let's just bleed the ones we have dry. Yeah, <laughs> and there's, there's the assumption enough. maybe you know, like when Michael Eisner took over the company in the early '80s, I think it was maybe the only time in in Disney's history that it was in question whether. Uh, like will this keep going if there was ever going to be a time that Disney stopped it was then and now I think and and there was probably it was because the whole Eisner run was about keeping Disney relevant for teens and new sets of kids and now I think you're right there's been a few generations and the existing fans will make their children existing fans Mm -hmm. yes and so like I think the cycle will 
will never end and uh so yeah. they don't they don't need to do anybody any favors at this point that's why we know we talked about on videopolis how there, there was like a summer pass just to get teens into the right into the nightclub they're not doing anything like that now no, absolutely well, not and even in the 90s like in disney or even when i started yeah when we started going, going it was like you got in free on your birthday and you could put the free ticket toward your annual pass hmm. so you could get an annual that's pass wild. for like a hundred bucks you yeah. get it for like 150 bucks. And I feel, and like when they started doing the annual pass, like monthly installments, like mm-hmm. I, X number of years ago when I started doing that, like it wasn't that noticeable. It wasn't a ton like of monthly payments and you could get a you pretty mean it wasn't good one. The, the, the charge wasn't that the much. The charge wasn't that big, but then right. the passes keep going up year over year. Yeah, it, it, and and I understand part of that is because there's so many people and they want to like curb crowds, but it's not it's impossible because we're all fucking maniacs that will just like s- just drift through a sea of thousands just to go on Big Thunder Mountain for one one ride yeah. a night. Um, but does this chain does this uh, dissuade you from coming? No, no, never. <laughs> nothing <laughs> will. If you made us walk through spikes to get in here, we'd do it. <laughs> we need it, but. <laughs> I've said this too with the price increases on all these things the annual pass with this parking if they were if they had the last 10 years been like every summer there was a giant new land or ride or crazy thing and then they were also like we're paying everyone $15 to work here like a living wage I would go okay I'm paying a ton and keep paying more but all the employees are making a lot of money, or at least a good amount, well, the- as much as In-N-Out Burger employees are making. Mm-hmm. And, well, there's an awesome new thing every year. Oh, yeah. So, like... That I, is not you, happening. That is not happening. Now, it, it looks like we're, you know, we're getting Star Wars land. We'll get this Marvel thing, which we're going to talk about maybe in a second. Um, and, of course, Florida's building, you know, finally, like, new rides in places. And they keep opening, you know, temporary uh, warehouses with frozen sing-alongs. Yeah. There's yeah. been a lot of good, quickly <laughs> jammed together ways to Throw get let go in the park. Stuff to save every dollar. Yeah. So you can fight the unions on very small costs of living increases. Yeah, right. So, so look, it, look, we have to, if we're weighing in, if we're, we're ruling... Uh, it sucks. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. The lack of free parking uh, is bad. I mean, um, the excuse they're using is like, oh, every other resort in Florida sure, charges. But sure. it's like, yeah, but you're also not every other resort. Yeah, you're at the Florida. top of the mountain. Come on. Do you guys realize that this is also, this has changed in the recent past in Las Vegas as well? That oh, it was kind of a given that... Uh, there was free parking for casinos and that right, is and now, now gone atlantic yeah. city it kind of goes back and forth too like uh, when stuff is slow i mean that's a lot more seasonable a seasonal that resort town like oh, okay, in the sure. winter the parkings are really low but in the summer when people like want to uh, also go to the want to go to the casino but also want to go to the beach the mm-hmm. like beachside casinos like really raise their Ah, interesting. Parking. It is. I think it's just it, with the uh, the Vegas thing, and I don't. I don't think I've been since they started charging for parking. But it, it's a. It, it hurts morale definitely. Like you, you know where you like you're spending a lot of money, and you're mm-hmm. aware how much money you're, yeah. you're spending. And it is a nice little thing. Like oh, I can pop over to Mandalay Bay or whatever, and uh, and and stop into the Luxor, and not mm-hmm. uh, not have to you know stop at that gate. And yeah, it's just another little mm-hmm. little thing that makes it uh, more irritating to. Go to these places? Will I stop going to Vegas? No. no. Will I stop right. going to Disney World? No. no. As long as yeah. they keep offering uh, idiocy and and treats, I'm I'm there. And treats. Yeah. yeah. So why wouldn't they? Here I'm just volunteering myself. Like yeah, we're all. We're look, all I will the- complain about these these parking fees on a podcast for three minutes. 
but, but uh, we, all right, I'm still going to go. Yeah. I'm, nothing will stop yep. me from going. That's, yeah. Unfortunately, that's the problem here. <laughs> yeah. Just so, hope they keep parking free at my apartment. As long yeah. as that doesn't change. Um, I guess I'm paying for it on some I think some it's probably level. baked yeah. into the price yeah, already. Just, this is just not a, like, gate yeah, yeah. there. That's the... It's not showing... There's not, like, a little, like, a thing that you write, like, a separate check you write every month. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. to parking. This'll, so uh, that'll all cool. change. So Michael and so Michael's hope, mother, we hope that answers your uh, question. And what do you guys? Uh, what do you guys think, Michael oh, and Michael's mother? I'm saying they like also, it. Pro I mean, capitalism. Do they like it? <laughs> Maybe they were. Yeah, <laughs> they were talking about this on the uh, Disney Dish podcast. Uh, uh, Jim and Len mentioned this uh, pretty quickly. Uh, the one thing that they did not mention, though, is like I think like my my dad when we go down to Florida, he likes to have the car, especially yeah. if we're going between like. Universal and Disney and stuff. He likes to have that option. Or if we want to eat somewhere else, um, it, uh, uh, me the 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 younger uh, the millennial generation. My solution <laughs> would just be like, I'm not going to have a car down there. I'll just yeah. take a lift or a Mir shuttle because Mir's just has. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Super Shuttle and their transport companies have a monopoly in Orlando. Um, that said, it's only sixteen dollars to take a Super Shuttle to. Uh, Universal we, from the airport. We you know these prices offhand. <laughs> I was there. I was only there like six months ago. Oh, okay, so we, yeah, that's not too long to retain. We, <laughs> but uh, yeah, take uh, yeah, we just know, take a shuttle. Uh, we took. We figured out exactly how much the lift cost versus how much we would have paid with the budget, and it isn't a ton more if you're you're mostly doing Disney and like then because once you're on property Disney, then you can just do the buses and yeah, you can do all the on site, which are um, free for now. But you're free for now. Oh, very important. Yeah. Boy. Until that becomes a weird thing. We're gonna start after. We're gonna pay Disney bus fare. We're gonna have like stamp cards and well, yell at us for not having exact change. There's gonna be a fleet of autonomous cars that are like the minivan because they, they now we're getting into a whole other territory. Yeah. But mm-hmm. there's minivans. They have like lifts now that are like polka dotted that are. But those like, are, are super expensive, right? I, think, I would guess. I think it's a flat. What, 20, 20 bucks maybe going up to for wherever you go on anywhere site. within the yeah, yeah. so it's so not point crazy to point, yet and they'll also drop you off right at the park entrance they have exclusive like, they can get you they, they you can get you real you don't close. have to lie to no contemporary gate guard <laughs> yeah you're also Finally, paying the no premium for like the decoration of the cars and stuff oh yeah you're paying so, a bow tax absolutely. i would pay yeah. an extra 20 if mini was driving well, you know my that history w- with Minnie, too, so I guess that well, might be... Well, sure. Yeah. Your second family that you and Minnie have in Florida. <laughs> yeah, Look, yeah, yeah. This is a transactional relationship. You <laughs> cannot be getting up to anything in that. Sorry. Mind if I sit in the front? <laughs> <laughs> the window goes up. The divider. Yeah. So, uh, but as we've proved in the past, we could talk about transportation options. Uh, options forever. all the live long day. <laughs> Evidently. Um, but in theory, on some level, this is a comedic entertainment uh, podcast <laughs> that's what we started out thinking it was yeah yeah but as hey we warned from episode one you'll be amazed how dry we can mm-hmm. get that's true uh do we have dry thoughts or or entertaining thoughts about the uh the recent marvel announcements i yeah we, probably Mike, mostly had... dry okay. but yeah yeah oh, good <laughs> uh so yeah they announced marvel they announced marvel superheroes that are they're going to be land at uh, paris in hong kong and finally disneyland and Jason at and California I, Adventure, yeah, specifically replacing a yes. uh, Bugs Land. Yes, um, and I think part of Hollywood Land, but they haven't really quite said that yet. Okay, um, but we'll see. There's it's opening in phases. It's open. It's a uh, it's in the Studios Park, right in Paris. Am I wrong? Uh, yes. Yeah. 
And then it's in just Hong Kong Disney proper. I in tomorrow, around oh, tomorrow. There's no second gate yeah. there. So. Right. Okay. Um, so as Jason and I, as the podcast listeners know, are Marvel boys. We're big uh, Marvel boys. We're ve- I'm very excited. I've been waiting for this forever for them to finally announce this because they just built Guardians of the Galaxy and she's been sitting awkwardly in that area over next to Bugs Land and in the middle of Hollywood Land. Yeah, I mean, we're going from old-timey Hollywood with trolleys and stuff, and suddenly now or there's a bunch of now, gizmos, a big inventor's lab. Tannelier Tavon's <laughs> collector's <laughs> fortress has just appeared. And then right next to, uh, you know, a bunch of rides that look like ladybugs and grasshoppers. Doesn't make any sense. Oh, infuriating. Yeah. Certainly uh, di- deeply distracts from me drinking two glasses of wine and walking <laughs> around and then going home. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, did we talk to on the podcast about what the, when we ran into that woman who is so we have not furious about, about uh, like so, seemingly drunk? Uh, I think she was drunk. Yeah. So we were. It was probably like a year ago. So they were building. They were changing over. I don't think Jason. No, Jason was not there. Uh, it was just you and I. I think it was Lindsay and, and I. Somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Our significant others were somewhere else. <laughs> probably getting, <laughs> get lost. Getting a nice break. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just listening. go? They didn't speak to each other. Can we just go be quiet somewhere Sit. for a little bit? <laughs> they sat in silence. They were talking about the prices of super shuttles, and I just uh, <laughs> they they hugged out of uh, consolation and then, uh, <laughs> and then came back. A crisis shelter. <laughs> it's been thirty-five minutes. I guess we must return. <laughs> So this was someone very upset about yeah. Guardians. So the construction yeah, we, was still, we were free yeah. to, to go meet some ladies in their absence. <laughs> and boy, did we. <laughs> we walked up because I said, I want to look at the building. Because the building had, they were changing the Tower of Terror into Guardians. And it was like they had taken the the blanket off the top of it. They'd taken the, whatever you call it. The, yeah, the, the scrim. The, the, whatever, yeah. The, uh, so I was just staring at this crazy thing, which I, I like the look of it, even though it's insane looking. Uh, and this woman pushing a stroller? Am I wrong or no? Which she was with her daughter. Or just I, with her daughter. Forget, Maybe yeah. not pushing a stroller. That is a common sight in California Adventure. Someone pushing a stroller hammered. with a jug of wine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like a tower a hammered beer. woman <laughs> yeah. pushing a baby in a stroller. And men. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Sure. Everyone can be drunk. Hammered Any Orange County citizens. <laughs> All parents can be drunk. Uh, yep. uh, and we were both like staring at it. And she just like comes right up to us and is just like... Ranting, just straight to like, ah, uh, ah. Uh, I can you even can you I, uh, oh, I can't look. I can you I can't. I can you I cannot. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and her daughter so was much. like trying to get her away from us. Mm-hmm. I remember like she was so embarrassed, mm-hmm. and we were like, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully it's good or whatever. We're trying to cheer her up. We're trying to yeah, be the, like the you know, it's okay. There's still one in Florida that's better. You know, doing all the talking points, <laughs> all the Tony Baxter talking points. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, like I feel my memory of it was that for five minutes. She would not leave. I think she, she kept, left and came back. Even yeah, there was she a round like two. A, she had like she was like, and another thing, and they they're gonna mm-hmm. do this in the middle. This is Hollywood Land, and she had another. Thing. And then I'm trying to remember. She 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 was clearly somebody who hated any kind of change because I think she was cranky about a different ride. I think she said if they do anything to Monsters Inc. And you're like, yeah. that, which is a ride that everyone is like fine with. It was formerly Superstar Limo. It's like off in a corner. You, almost, you, f- you forget about it entirely. Right. It was already like a quick beer fill in this, uh-huh. uh, this bad. So you're experiencing this, this and your reactions are, I wish Spider-Man would sw- swing in and rescue me, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. I oh, was- yeah. Thanks, Spidey. <laughs> um, <laughs> he shoots the web at her mouth and she can't talk. <laughs> 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 what? He does that all the time. He does it to villain. Yeah, that's he does it to dissipate. He does it's not 
kind of joke in every Spider-Man yeah, he movie. He does it to men and women. Yeah. There's nothing bad about that. And then he like shoots her feet, and she like gets pulled up, and she's just hanging there for a while. He's like, "We'll let the cops deal with her." <laughs> hey, yes, I whenever there's theme park nerds who are frustrated with a different type of theme park nerd who doesn't share their precise opinion, I'm there. <laughs> and he shoots a, a glass of wine into Scott's hand with a webbing. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Spidey. <laughs> no problem. Swings off into the night screaming about Uncle Ben. <laughs> He'll oh. the Spider-Man walk around in the new Marvel lands just have breakdowns about Uncle Ben every now and then. <laughs> I think he'll... You can trigger him if you know the secret word like when yeah those when you could tell the toy story toys uh andy's coming and they would fall on the ground you know mm-hmm. what i'm talking about yeah but this was this true ever that's kind of well, an there's urban pictures legend. of them I on the ground i've seen pictures like of once them once or twice yeah there's and a, then it became urban legend that was status. just heat exhaustion yeah. <laughs> right yeah they just were very the sick student. someone should have helped them it was a 12-hour shift they made six dollars an hour so people what were we saying people are Marvel there's and. people who are mad about uh like heimlich's choo-choo train going away yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll do proper eulogies yeah, for yeah. all of these uh, yeah. attractions and uh, um, have Mitch on to mourn them, I bet. Yeah, Mitch loves Heimlich's choo-choo train. <laughs> uh, so, the, so they release these posters, these this little these little pieces of, like I guess, concept art or what the land will look like. Um, because and- does everybody... I'm not sure if everyone listening knows what they are exactly or what the, what the, the extent of the Marvel area is going to be. Right, um, I mean... We know that there's... I don't want to interrupt your flow, but oh, we, no, know no, there, we know okay. there's an we know there's an Avengers attraction. We know there's a Pro- Spider-Man attraction, and probably, uh, probably they haven't officially announced yeah, those. Okay. We know we there's know like this from the rumor blogs. We know uh, there's yeah, an yeah, Ant-Man but. movie thing and in, going into Paris. We don't know if it's oh, coming that's to Disneyland. Announced. That's great. And it looks yeah. like people have in the concept art like guns. Paris and they could or shoot at the Hong Kong. I don't I think remember. That's going to I think Hong Kong. Okay, I think there's a there's a so we're not I'm not sure. So they already have a they already have researched. Don't be mad at us. They already have a Hong Kong. Kong Iron Man ride, which is just Star Tours with Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think maybe that gets cloned somewhere. But they haven't like fully announced the whole roster of what's coming. Yeah, the rumor out here is there might be a Spider-Man ride, possibly a big Avengers coaster. Uh, hopefully, yeah, hopefully many rides. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've just, for this particular announcement, they just really released these three images. Um, and we'll post these on here. And on each, on the bottom of each poster, before we get into ride speculation... Uh, on the bottom of each poster, there's a phrase <laughs> that they they use, and there's a kid in front of every, like there's a bunch of kids on the posters, and it says recruitment begins. <laughs> yeah, which is odd. I mean, I get it. They're going for like you, little kid. You could be recruited to join the Avengers, but. What I think it may, seems to mean is like, hey, join the military. <laughs> yeah, and this is this is a thing that I've had like uh, uh, been thinking about a lot lately. As like Infinity War comes out soon, or depending on when this is released, comes out immediately. Um, uh, uh, that first wave of Marvel films, where like Shield is in every other scene, are so like military. There's a lot of military stuff. And uh, folks, if you don't know uh, how Hollywood works, um, the U.S. military spends a lot of money and resources uh, lending out like equipment and <laughs> locations. So and you're going the whole way and saying the U.S. military is funding the Marvel lands not around funding, the world. No, not funding, <laughs> but like if you have a military angle in your movie and uh, oh right, uh, right, right, and it and you make the military look good. 
uh, they'll give you a lot of material support. Mm. Uh, mm. Uh, I hear I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I so, get it. Like, um, if I make a movie, will they? They might. Yeah, depending. Uh, I mean, if someone salutes a flag in your movie, or ah. like someone picks up a bruised flag and raises, like the uh, end of um, San Andreas as they're raising a flag over a destroyed I think, uh, Golden Gate Bridge. Flags are shown respect. If Craig Healy goes into the military, I think you could get some money. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Complicated uh, season in the army, two in the army a $100 million budget. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> hey, check out my thing, Complicated on viewboo.com or my, not my thing i have nothing to do with it i'm just a fan um so, uh, so yeah, a lot of this in the movies and it kind of goes back and forth in the comics like yeah. so, uh after 9 11 a lot of military stuff in the comics uh after watergate less uh rah-rah usa stuff in the comics and the avengers alternately are like work for the american government work for the united nations are just kind of on their own uh it is it is like and i'm not even trying to like make a point or anything about the military i just think it's interesting that like there's like if you look at the pictures here and it's like a big avengers logo and shield and like it very much to me other than like maybe this picture in the back of like the guardians thing it looks very cold and industrial like hey kids Aren't you? Don't you want to live in your favorite Marvel comic? Like, yeah. Well, what, what do you want to do? Do you want to go look at Shield headquarters and look at uh, Sonar? What do you want to like? That's like one of the last things that I want to do. <laughs> I want to go have lunch with Jarvis at Avengers Mansion. I want to dine with Doctor Strange in like a different dimension. And it's like, but instead, <laughs> or you could ride with one of the Avengers in the brand new Chevy Volt, the brand new 2019 Chevy <laughs> Volt in that one, like a one scene, you know, sure. your one scene from the movie. Yes. We, we all remember the one scene with the Chevy Volt. I mean, they got to pick a vehicle, so they got to pick a vehicle. Yeah. That's also, that's a different kind of material support is like, <laughs> uh, I forget which one, one of the Captain Americas, I was like, did Mercedes Benz pay for this move because there were so many shots of like the military like SUVs pulling up in front of the camera well SUVs we so we were down there last year at Disneyland was the summer of heroes the the great summer of heroes when they were opening the Guardians ride uh, in the Guardians ride, which we both, fly, we all, we all like you like in theory. You have not been oh, on it yet. From the videos I've watched, from the it video, seems you like think a lot it of seems fun. like fun. The uh-huh. songs you like, those songs, sure. Uh, and Jason and I have been on it and like it. Yeah. Um, everything else at the Summer of Heroes, bit of a dud, <laughs> a mm. little weird. Yeah, uh, uh, had a lot of the trademarks of superheroes in theme parks, which is like guitar heavy rock music and also ATV vehicles, yeah, so like, like superheroes on. Uh, they would do a ceremony where the where Black Widow would come out like once once an hour and all of a sudden it would be this like crazy like intense dur, 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 and then like on a like an SUV Black Widow like sternly standing would drive down the street in this armored vehicle and you're like Jesus Christ this isn't fun like what kid is like ah like oh great yeah Scarlet Scarlet Witch Black Widow is coming uh, to kill us Scarlet Witch <laughs> that's a different character oh okay you didn't get confused <laughs> no 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 Scarlet is in uh that is probably what my brain was doing, but Scarlet Witch is a different character. Elizabeth Olsen in the in the ah, movies. I see. This um, is where I'm just going radio silent for all these Marvel <laughs> things. I don't know. Whatever the rides are, I'll show up. I'll go on them. I'm, uh-huh. I'm not going to understand them. Like that, like that Transformers ride 
which I will never like if I if I studied if I had to take a test about that ride I would I'd get 10%. But you know what you go on you, and it shakes you around I'm fine. I don't know whatever. Look, do you know the name of the vehicle you sit in on the Transformer ride? Uh Come the vehicle's on. not the Allspark. No, the Allspark no, is the, all the MacGuffin. The vehicle's a <laughs> Come on. The vehicle you know, you is know the name? Yeah, of course I know the name. Oh, hell yeah, Jason knows the name. <laughs> I'm going to know it once you say it. Uh-huh. Uh, but you you're they they keep referring to you it's as a not, character. Yeah, you are a mud, character. It's not the mud flap or skids. Scuds. No. Uh, the vehicle. <laughs> what original? accents does my uh, vehicle speak? What's, uh, what stereotype he's a, is it? A, he's a pizza chef. He's an Italian pizza chef. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the vehicle, an original creation for the ride named Evac. 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 Okay. That doesn't sound uh, familiar to you. Uh, no, and it doesn't. That's how much my, my wow. brain does not retain any information about that uh, ride. Evac talks a lot to the general, played by that great character actor whose name uh, escapes me right now. We don't know the actor's name, but uh, we know Evac's name. <laughs> yeah. That's what's important. Um, yeah, I I mean, I'm excited to see what all this Marvel stuff is. I, in addition to being Marvel boys, uh, Mike and I uh, are the r- exact right age for, to be like X-Men voice like x-men fan sure. like we grew up in the 90s with the cartoon show with the arcade cabinet the height of like marvel trading cards too and uh hopefully with this 21st century fox deal there's a little bit of x-men rehab I because think, they're kind of like sure all over the map the movies and tv shows and stuff i just think we're gonna have to wait are, yeah, but we have like, to wait for Third Park in 2031. There's to like get my, a, a, a dozen ride. X-Men rides that would be great. Fighting the Sentinels in the Danger Room in the Xavier know, School. Know. Like that's what we want. Um, I I just think if I was putting together the whole thing, like I would have been. They, there is a picture if you can see. There is Doctor Strange's, of course, his trademark home. Scott, of course, knows it. Uh huh. The Sanctum the Sanctorium. Sanctorium. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I said uh, exactly what you said. Yeah, when there is you a did. little picture of it. But uh-huh. like, if it was like him and like he was like on a giant dragon and he was like, "Come on in" or something like that, to me is like fun. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus these posters that are very a little cold for me. Mm-hmm. A little, uh, a little, uh, yeah. Without have, have joy. I officially said on the podcast also that not only I, I just I don't see any of these. I'm skipping the entire genre. You've never seen <laughs> one. You've seen a couple. I p- saw pieces of Iron a Man one uh-huh. and Avengers, and I uh-huh. found Avengers so insufferably boring and mm-hmm. confusing. And why are there five acts in this movie? And <laughs> it is I, long. I'm skipping all of it. And the just sheer money I've saved economics mm-hmm. to not because I feel like people joylessly go see i mean you love some of them but yeah. you know some of them you go see opening night as expensive as it can be in the at the at highest City quality Walk it can IMAX. be exactly essentially yes. pay a utility bill to go up and see these <laughs> and then don't have a good time and you're well, you i always complaints. have a, i always have a good time you mm-hmm. go look you got a margaritaville you have one of the hot 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 margaritas there yeah. or you do yeah. what i do which i've done with you guys which is Just, do that part and then leave that's the <laughs> yeah, best that's thing true. that could ever occur i think though i would pass a lie detector like did you have a good time and i would have passed it every time really yeah okay. i think so yeah i have a lot of fun and we usually get a big group together yeah. and that's fun and and it becomes a and thing. even in and i even in like the worst of the movies you know the third act starts and you know thor's hitting somebody with a hammer and i'm like oh, that's pretty good <laughs> yeah, maybe this are some story problems but whatever sure now um, that being said but the, the the opinion that i stick to is that the rides, I'm all for. We, I don't want to see any of these movies. I want every ride there could possibly be. Yes. Uh, yeah. I think, I mean, we're all on the same page. I think, like, if it's a property and it has a lot of money, 
That's great. That's all we really care about. It could be a show we've never heard of or seen. Uh, and as long as they're going to put a lot of money and thought into it, great. We're yeah. happy to go on it. And we'll become fans. Yeah. You know, like Avatar. Yeah. Yeah, sure. We made it work. Yeah. Um, we forced ourselves. You rode the Mighty Akron. I, yeah. I love the Mighty Akron. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, Marvel, I'm, we're excited. It's coming in 2020, but it says, like, opening in phases, okay. which has me worried that we're not getting any new rides for a while. Yeah, maybe yeah. not. Opening and you continue, in phases. Nothing happening in Tomorrowland. It's like, well, you know, you're not going to get a new ride, but if you want to wait in a long line to uh, put your name down to be recruited, you can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How, who here likes limited run food options? <laughs> who here likes, what do we have? A cinnamon roll that looked like the Incredible Hulk. We split who? some crazy donut once. Oh, yeah, we ate an Incredible oh, it was Hulk a Captain donut. Captain America uh, apple pie donut. Was oh, that I think it? that's right. Ooh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, we yeah. waited four funny. hours for the Guardians ride. A yeah. Rice Krispie square with frosting that looks like the Iron Man mask that is like not related to the crispy mm. square at all and in fact just breaks off with the first bite mm-hmm. shatters falls yeah. to the floor we're gonna have a lot of fondant based experiences until the attractions actually open wait what what's fondant what's fondant, fondant? is fondant. like fondant, fondant is like the stuff they use on like the crazy cake shows fondant it's oh. like the sugar stuff that you can mold oh i love that sometimes doesn't have any flavor like it's sometimes just very yeah. sugary and it's more, it's more for, for the decoration yes it's an I'm artistic implement design. that is technically edible but also probably chalky and mm-hmm. not great yeah. i always get rainbow sprinkles and i think it's just because it's visual like I, there's not individual flavors on those rainbow sprinkles it's fooling me yeah oh but you you feel mentally like you can taste the difference between a red and blue sprinkle uh i don't even think i can i just think that aesthetically when i'm looking at it it pleases me so much that i have to get them rainbow (laughs) like if it's sometimes they'll do like a limited edition like it'll just be like christmas like red and green sprinkles i don't quite enjoy the cone as much unless i I have thank you (laughs) well i find mike's uh sometimes mike's energy about rainbow sprinkles is infectious and i'm like yeah he's right (laughs) for all the talk about me being like the the treat treat king of the uh-huh. podcast uh i have a couple d- uh, treat indulgences it's the candy at the movie theater and it's mm-hmm. rainbow sprinkles mm-hmm. i don't know why yeah. although i'll tell you this uh, a two-colored rainbow sprinkle approach that i like is halloween when they have purple and orange my two favorite colors that's a hell of a combination so a two as long as color, colors you I guess like that's right yes but you don't care for red and green yeah, it doesn't do much for me. Yeah. They're very st- you know, stuffy colors, you know? <laughs> Stodgy. They're my parents' colors. Mm-hmm. Purple and orange. Now, those are fun. Those are exciting. I wanted to paint my room yeah. those colors when I was a child. Mm. Man, did, did you? Did, and you no, have a plate. You're, you're, you just moved. You could do it today. I could do it today. Live it uh, up. I'm not going to, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, that's not a good... Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that wouldn't be a good vibe for a room. But to eat it, and it's gone immediately. Hey, I've got an idea. You're gonna, you know, in the meantime, before the rides are open, we're sending these characters around. Uh-huh. Why not... I, I want them to... I want their costumes and uniforms to be made of fondant so I can walk up... <laughs> to uh, Captain America or Thor and take a bite out of his helmet. <laughs> They're oh, a walking yeah. treat delivery yeah, mechanism. Uh, I would, li- yeah, I'd like to take a bite out of uh, Agent Coulson's suit. 
yeah. Clark Gregg's uh, famous S.H.I.E.L.D. character's suit. That's an interesting point. Will there, will there be S.H.I.E.L.D. face characters in this land, which is just people in suits and aviator glasses? I think they will be. I think they'll be escorting oh uh, the superheroes around. They're and... secret shoppers. They're like they're actual armed security guards in the park. And, oh, uh, sure. Oh, yeah. 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 So you will. Yeah. The secret police are S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. So yeah. if you go, so in California Adventure, there is no Disney jail. It's Shield. You'll get thrown a Shield like jail cell. What's the uh, what's the prison out in the ocean? The Triskelion. The Triskelion. No, wait. Is that no, what? no, no. That's the that's the Shield headquarters. Jason, come oh, on. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's Shield headquarters. <laughs> yeah, it. Snap it's to it. called like um, it was in Civil the War. Cube or something or like. Uh, let's, the, let me Google jail from yeah, Civil War. Yeah, because it does come up <laughs> a lot. Um, the vault. No, what is it? It's like uh, something like the vault or something. It's some lame. I feel like wow! Look yeah. what the, I'm missing oh, out it's on. It's the raft. The raft. It's called the raft. It's yeah. the jail where they they put supervillains uh, in like the middle of the ocean. So if they get out, there's just water everywhere, so they can't get away. So you get yeah. to go there now if you dump a soda on Daisy or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get thrown in the raft, which is in the middle yeah. of uh, the the the. Uh, oh, they moved that to the Paradise Pier. Yes, that's what I was going for. Ooh, Thank now you. This I like. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah big <laughs> scary lake jail. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. All right. Yeah, lake jail ride would be fun. Yeah. Or oh, yeah. or real, just a real Something jail. Something where you go in there where you got to like get somebody out or something. So that's what yeah. Mission Breakout we is. We got to bust somebody. We got to bust uh, uh, Agent uh, Kobe Smulders out. <laughs> <laughs> what's uh, what's her name? I can't think of her character's uh, name either. Uh, I'm losing Maria. my mind. Maria Hill. Maria Hill. We got to bust yeah. Maria Hill out of here, guys. We know all of these actual answers, but we, but we like audience participation. We like the listener to be shouting uh, the answer to us. Yeah. We're like leaving a space. Like we leave a space for a laugh or something. Oh, yeah, right, right. Sure. Someone's, someone's of course yelling. we know all these things, but yell the answers and then we'll say them right when you get it. It's Friday morning in the car and someone's screaming, Maria Hill. Yeah. <laughs> I Come swear on, to God. God, I will unsubscribe one of these days, <laughs> damn it. Uh, but you won't. You'll keep coming back just like all these, uh, just like us Disneyland people paying for parking. Yeah, please. <laughs> uh, all um, right. Well, you want to we... talk about, here's the, here's the segue. This is a, yeah. ma- this is the latest mm-hmm. big, uh, Marvel is the latest big expansion coming to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. But the, the, what I would say is the first major multi-attraction expansion. I would agree with the park's that. history. 1959, we get the submarine voyage, we get the monorail and we get the Matterhorn bobsleds right three um, e-tickets at once yeah or, i believe I, or necessitated D- the terminology is e-ticket. that yeah uh like they there was not an e-ticket up right. until that point and then they retroactively converted things to be uh, uh existing rides to become e-tickets but yeah sure. it invented a, a category an yeah. original bleeding people dry move <laughs> to convert older rides to e-tickets yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, this was, this was, this was a big deal. And I realized the, uh, this is the oldest attraction that we've talked about so far because oh, we yeah, have not yeah, done yeah, any yeah, yeah, opening yeah, yeah. day 1955 attractions. I feel like right. we are so eighties, hmm. nineties skewing uh-huh. to where it's, it's like, yeah, skip Mr. Toad, skip, uh, the mm-hmm. castle, skip, uh, uh, right. were, there, it, were there lasers in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, where is there an 80? Like, was is there, there an a... embarrassing use of a band or an actor? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we got that. We're getting to food rocks so far ahead of 
Snow White's scary adventures. <laughs> sure. Uh, um, uh, it, it shows where our leanings are. But hey, the Matterhorn is a classic that has yeah. uh, survived since uh, the uh, yeah. It's uh, I feel like one of the one of the primary parts of the Disneyland experience. Sure. A striking uh, visual when you come down to Main down Main Street, you see a castle straight ahead of you. You see this Swiss mountain uh, to the right. Uh, and exclusive to Disneyland. They never built the Matterhorn anywhere else. Expedition Everest, kind of a spiritual sequel. Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. Matter- Matterhorn higher, vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, now there were attempts because there was all, there was always talk of it going into a Swiss pavilion at World Showcase. Yes. Yes. And, uh, and talk of also of a similar idea, but not exactly the same, of Mount Fuji in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, which With a fell Japanese apart. bullet train kind of coaster. Yes. Right. Uh, would yeah. it have been a, uh, I, don't, I don't know much more about I the, think the theme too, like because train travel is such an important part of modern Japanese culture, mm-hmm. it and would goes have had an so constantly. It's so not trustworthy. Well, I don't know that they would have let that mountains. happen. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but there was going to be, it was, it was uh, going to be sponsored by Fujifilm. But there was already a competing contract with Kodak mm. uh, in, in our beloved Journey into Imagination. So yes. they, uh, yeah. so uh, couldn't be two types of film. Thus, Mount Fuji fell apart. Uh, I, I also saw a rumor, I don't know how trustworthy it is, that they wanted to try to do this at uh, Disney MGM Studios and that it would, it would be justified oh. as a film set. Oh, uh, really? The best way to water down and ruin any uh, fun attraction. <laughs> uh, um, I, yeah, I don't know. I saw that. And I, I, that was not super sourced, but uh, right. I saw it as a rumor. Somehow. You want to talk 80s, 90s stuff. Blank is a film set is like the ultimate justification or ultimate backstory. Yeah, the like, vast majority like, of rides built yeah. in the e- 80s and 90s. And E.T., of course. The e. first incarnation was you're on the set of E.T. too. Yes, which yeah. they bailed on. Right, because uh, it is a bad, it's bad. People want to be there. They don't want to be acting. Yeah, they want to yeah. live it. This idea that, well, I think this this also has gone away with time. That, like, what if you could be the star of a movie and we can all do this at home <laughs> all the time? The idea of, like, green screen being explained to us, I feel like children just instinctually understand yeah. how keying works so they can start making <laughs> videos yeah. at age eight at this right. point. So. I mean, that's something they ran into with the original Fantasyland rides. Is like, oh, you're going to see everything from the lead character's perspective. And then everyone's like, we want to see the lead characters in these rides. We oh. want to see Peter Pan. We want to see Snow White. Yeah. So, like, that fixes would be made over time. That's a that's a pretty correct uh, instinct, I think. And, yeah. Uh, although there seems to be disagreement in general about if is the Little Mermaid ride good or not, but I think it's pretty exciting when you turn the corner and there's Ariel and then the mm-hmm. second appearance of Ariel in the Under the Sea set. Like those are, and they're all good animatronics, I feel. And um, yeah, I'm glad they started putting characters in. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, Toad is awesome, but like, yeah, you're not, there's not a. There's, I'd like to see Toad in Toad. That's true. I don't know Toad well enough to be Toad. <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> you are Toad, or you're riding with Toad. You are Toad. <laughs> <laughs> Just as exciting as get recruited. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Put those Twitter claps in between those words. You, you are, are Toad. toad. Um, uh, so. Also, the first mountain. Hey, good point. The yes. first Disney mountain, which of course they would go on to brand mountains. Uh, I guess Everest then broke from that tradition of uh, there was Space Mountain, this big Thunder Mountain railroad, mm-hmm. uh, and the other one that I'm forgetting. There's one more, right? 
Space or Mountain. Space, I said Space Mountain. You said right? Space Mountain. Wait, Big so Thunder. Isn't there one space more? Space Splash, Big Thunder. Metro. Oh, Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain. Jeez, that's yeah. what I meant. Jeez, I'm losing my mind today. <laughs> uh, it was WrestleMania yesterday, so that's why. Oh, I'm, yeah, yeah. You're still, you're still coming. Still reeling down. from it. Uh, yeah, so this was one, the original mountain, but not called Matterhorn Bobsled Mountain. But it's the first mountain. The first part of the, the Disneyland mountain range. I remember mm-hmm. thinking that was cool as a kid, that there's multiple mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been which many- I guess is anything... There's, there is kind of like a big rocky peak in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, but yes. is that, uh, this is not... It, I consider it a part of the mountain range, but is yeah. there a specific name to that thing? Oh, Maybe we don't know yet. The, what's the Batu, what is Batu's mountain range name? Is it, mm. is it just the Batu Mountains, or is it like a... What do they call mountains on Batu? Glipglorp. Yeah. I don't know. Glipglorp or anything. Probably Glipglorp. Th- yeah. Just Therm I, think I know how Star Wars names work there. I just I just yeah. shit one out. Therm, Therm Scissor, scissor punch. punch. You might know what oh, the mountain yeah, this range is the first is called. Podcast in the wake of the announcement of Therm Scissor Punch. <laughs> yes, I'd say we're in a post Scissor Punch era. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. At after Therm. Yeah. Uh, what is <laughs> uh, what? What is Therm? Uh, who? What character is Therm Scissor Punch? I don't know. Like a crab actually, right? Man. He's a crab man, but I don't uh, know that he's going to be any more important than like Constable Zuvio, who was a character announced for Force Awakens and then was not in the movie, but he had a toy. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody was having everyone had con- we. I mean, I had Constable Zuvio fever before the movie came out, and then he wasn't sure. in it, which was very disappointing. Yeah, it was a we very spent funny a lot name of money on healthcare because b- before movies come out, we have all these fevers. I mean, we got Thanos <laughs> fever right now. Uh huh. That's true. Uh, got a uh, Fallen Kingdom fever. I can feel it in my veins. Uh, <laughs> I you- got. I, it's already out as we as we Elizabeth. I I haven't gotten to see it and recover and uh, recover from blocker fever sure mm-hmm. yeah uh, that's my own fault though i've i've could have gotten checked out for that the last three days since mm-hmm. friday night but i haven't uh, i haven't uh, done it and yeah. we all and of course we've said another podcast jason always get it catches bicentennial fever uh-huh is that after bicentennial land <laughs> uh, <laughs> you've you've never been cured you all you always want yeah, more viewings never of bicentennial man. wanted a sequel oh. um uh no you lo- i think you were fond of the the, uh, you've stated you were fond of the 1976. Yeah. Oh, se- yeah, 17. America's thing on the American General. Adventure. Yeah. I think that joke was from the American Adventure. That's I a, think that's I'm right. calling yeah. back here. I'm doing my best. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Nice. If you're a listener for a while that's a and you like that joke, let me know on Twitter. <laughs> Is it a funny uh, stereotype about Jason that he loves the bicentennial? Is this something to continue ripping <laughs> uh, him for or Similar to how we have nostalgia now for uh, the Hard Rock Park, which we've never been to. I have nostalgia for the bicentennial, which I was born uh, nine <laughs> years after. <laughs> <laughs> I believe, actually, I made that comment now that I think about it on the Splash Mountain episode. 
Ah. You know, it's hard to remember exactly. After you've been talking for hours, <laughs> after you've recorded hours and hours, it's hard to uh, very remember. Hard. I don't remember a single thing in any of these, and I just hope I don't insert insult a personal friends or uh, uh, entire swaths of people. Well, I just hope I'm not have. being I mean, a, you have. Yeah, offense. I guess I have. Yeah, I do yeah. apologize to Nick Weiger in person. <laughs> oh, right. For, yeah. uh, I did do a brief... Why yeah. boy, I implied that he liked a bird show. He was, and I said, oh, you know, like I was talking to him about it and I was like, ah, you know, we just did the voice. I'm sorry. And he's like, oh, it's so, I won't do the voice here. I'm going to do, <laughs> oh, do the voice. No, no, no. I'm going to say, this is how he said, he said, well, no, 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 everything's fine. He said, uh, I'm just upset that you didn't like the bird show at medieval times. Our joke about him was proven correct that he did like the bird. Show. He really, yeah. He yeah. was. He said he was just thrown off because he was upset that I, I shit on the bird part of the medieval times show, where like they send a bird around the arena. Mm-hmm. So if to track everybody's uh, stereotypes within the world of this Nick Weiger, friend of the pod, mm-hmm. loves birds and mm-hmm. bird shows. Jason loves the bicentennial. Right. The thing that I have uh, a lot of fondness for that I didn't get to experiences the 1984 olympics i was born right after that but it's a thing that gives me a lot of pride in los angeles Angeles. i feel like the vibe must have been really cool uh, in in la and and as exemplified by the music video i love la by randy newman in which the matterhorn factors when he sings the lyric look at those mountains look at those trees it cuts to the matterhorn and it's uh, that whole video for me i I, like it gives it's that 80s vibe it's that post it's that olympics era la pride uh uh, i don't know i feel like things are on the move on the grow and you got disneyland in there too yeah uh uh, yeah it's it's uh, great the monorail and and it made me it when it cuts to that in the video it makes me feel the way i felt as a kid going to disneyland and uh, seeing it on the freeway on the way it's like the thing that lets you know you're you're Mm -hmm. there uh the first landmark i guess at disneyland you could see from the from the five freeway right and the excitement you get like oh oh that yes this means we're here there's the matter right uh that's the my i think the monorail goes by it in the video too Yes. I think it's like, so you get both for your exactly. money there. And those things, those little moments are very exciting. The Matterhorn, uh, uh, you know, like for the, all the, so many types of transportation go by the Matterhorn. You've got the, yes. you've got the monorail right there. The Alice ride is going back and forth, like the outdoor section of the Alice ride. And you used to have the Skyway Sky, yeah. going right through it when it yeah, opened. Yeah, that looked so cool. Like, I wish I could have ridden that. I mean, I rode the Skyway a lot in Florida and I loved it as it was. Well, a form of transportation. Right. I loved it. I rode it in Florida, and I was scared shitless. I felt I was going to slide out and fall. <laughs> That's a very co- apparent. Like reading about the Matterhorn, and like uh, I started reading about the Matterhorn, and then uh, went down a rabbit hole reading about the Skyway, and uh, accidentally started taking notes on the Skyway. And I went, "Oh no, we're doing a Matterhorn episode. I don't need this." Oh, you had too uh, much Skyway. I, info? Ha- I was like <laughs> reading about the Skyway because that had like some both of the <laughs> the skyway i feel like people are like well they shut that down because people died no they shut that down for like financial costs and some dipshit jumped out of it and tried to act like he fell out of it and the case was dismissed <laughs> the matterhorn someone has died on the matterhorn was the cause of the first death in disneyland in That's 1968 number one i'm not sure what the tally is at this point is it like uh whenever uh, uh snopes last weighed in on this subject it was nine and two of those were the matterhorn mm. i think I, that's right and like a lot of the earlier ones or and even one or two of the later ones resulted in like um uh uh 
Oh, sorry. Uh, 1964 was the accident that caused Disney's first fatality. In 1984, someone was... What is the word? Decapitated. What uh, is the word? Hmm. Uh, uh, <laughs> What's that word when your head falls off? So, yeah. Uh, uh, both of which... Like, the, the story in both of them involves a lack of seatbelts. Seatbelts failing. Which you just hope is true and not something like like when the accident <laughs> happened, then some enter, some Disney employee off just like yeah. reached down, kind of like undid the thing. Oh, see, no seatbelt, no seatbelt. I mean, there was someone killed on the people, but there's a few of the deaths where like teen hops out and started doing a goof and then <laughs> lost their life, which is incredibly morbid. Uh, and this also... I think that Oh, sorry. Oh, I was going to say continue. this touches on. I think recently we have been talking about like some of the like lazy urban legends around Disney park stuff, and the my one of the most uh, nails on the char- chalkboard for me is the one about like, well, you know, no one dies on the property. They always like uh, fake it off property. They they move the body, and it's like, come on, like that takes thirty seconds on Snopes to find if that is true or not, and very quickly, it's like. No, that's not true. Also, there's usually a lot of witnesses. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I there, uh, When I did the Universal tour, I was stuck outside of Earthquake for an hour because there was a tram right in front of us that got stopped, and we couldn't figure out for like half an hour what was going on, and then paramedics showed up, and it turned out a guy had a heart attack during the Earthquake attraction, and right. we found out the next day that he died but he died not on the site. Mm. And I always, I don't want to go accusing yeah. my past employer or Here we and go. perhaps future employer, uh, but it's, it certainly seemed a little odd to me that... that is uh, I guess so. Maybe, I mean, it, was, that maybe it was legitimately like a, true, but... A, yeah, health and safety, like lockdown, get the paramedics in, uh-huh. so like... Jason yeah. is really You're trusting You're the line. Uh, yeah. I don't He's, know. Uh, I, I just think it's like uh, uh, people use it as like really lazy, like party small talk. Of well, like, if you're no saying, yeah, there. <laughs> hey, look, they're trying. Unlike they're at a party with you, they know you like Disney. They're trying to come up with something yeah. to tell you. <laughs> they're trying to impress you, man. <laughs> they you're don't all know. Not like our listeners. They sure. don't know about parking fees and uh, this. You know the, no, the genuine no. stuff. And, well, they shouldn't. Uh, but yeah, um, a lot. I guess a lot of the uh, of the deaths uh, are like somebody was horsing around or something and an accident happened i will say that i believe someone was jumping from uh people mover to people mover and then accident happened once um but i was speaking with uh um bug main about this and he said the pod yes entity known as bug yeah he said he used to do that that was a thing he used to do is jump from people mover to people mover while it was moving well he's the ultimate bad boy but that's yes we're the ultimate good boys figure out how that would work in cal well in florida the cars are open Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that in Florida, makes he's a from, little more sense. I shouldn't yeah. reveal his location, I guess, um, but we, we reveal where he lived a couple of yeah, we ago. Did, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. That was literally <laughs> someone that was noted on Reddit somewhere. They just revealed <laughs> Bug's location. Uh, um, sorry. Shield, yeah. Shield has found Bug. <laughs> <laughs> Agent Coulson is going to Bug Main's whereabouts. Uh, an urban legend, a, a thing about this ride that I was able to find was that like the story behind it goes that uh, Disney... Uh, Walt Disney was in Switzerland because they were filming 
a movie called Third Man on the Mountain, which I can only assume is one of those very dry uh, live action <laughs> movies they used to be so fond of they making. Wish, they wish it was an 50s. apple dumpling gang. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Didn't ascend to the heights of Condor Man. And he really liked the Matterhorn, and he sent a postcard of it to uh, Imagineer... Vic Green. Vic Green, and said, Vic, build this, Walt. Which to me, if I was working at Imagineering, if that, that I would be worried about setting a precedent when I heard like, oh, Walt's going out of town. It's like, oh, Jesus, where's he going to go this time? Anytime he sees a thing, he just he is like, sees build a thing. It. It's like, oh, God, he's going to the Grand Canyon. Oh, jeez, we're going to have to figure out how to make the Grand <laughs> shit. Walt's going to the Coliseum. <laughs> yeah, well, was- Oh, can't he go somewhere easier? Antarctica. We have to build actual melting ice caps. Yeah. Now. Um, <laughs> real tor- polar bears to live on him. Walt is in the Sphinx again. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's pretty impressive that they yeah. sorted it out. And apparently, the history or the the story of putting this together was full of moments of this is physically impossible. What you're asking for, Walt, and he said, "Figure it out," and yeah. they did. Um. Yeah. Uh. I guess when you, this this, I don't know. When you think about this being from 1959, um, a a pretty, pretty impressive attraction for that time. First, in its, in its theming and its construction. First steel coaster. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there's some qualifier. Tubular steel. Yeah. 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 Um, they, uh, uh, of course the themed, like the, it was kind of, it, it added more theming in the 70s, the themed caves and the abominable snowman were added in the Mm seventies and then sort of plussed up again in the nineties. It's. Yeah, it uh, seems like it was pretty spare initially. I couldn't find yeah. it. There wasn't, there's no video of it, right? I didn't find it. I didn't least. see any. Well, there's well, one video you can watch on which in which Walt Disney oh, accompanies man, uh, the, Shah, the Shah of Iran. Oh. oh, yeah, the Shah of Iran visited the as the As the video itself uh, says, the, narr- the narration, and I quote, here is the Shah of Iran and his pretty <laughs> empress in the front seat. That's Walt and says that? I don't know who said I. I uh, I think it's another it's a narrator because the, the, the next right? line is and Walt Disney and the pretty hostess in the back. Um, so Walt, so it's yeah four I see people. Him. It was the old smaller car because they went yep. from four to eight, and uh, the the group of four is Disney and a hostess and the Shah of Iran and his wife. And this um, is where the the and I wrote this. This is where the original where you would have to have a person on your lap essentially while yes. you were riding. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, similar to uh, the the track layout for this, by the way, was used in Space Mountain in Florida. It's the same layout? It's the same sort of, it's the same kind of toboggan track. Okay. It's not the oh, track, not uh, same uh, track uh, layout, the space, right? Uh, yeah, sorry. I don't think the layout's the same, but the same sort of toboggan style the, track. The Space Mountain in Anaheim is a different coaster entirely. And this is a big thing for me about the Matterhorn and Space Mountain in Florida. They're rough. That Chewbacca <laughs> yeah. track is uh-huh. not aged well. There's big old clunks that hurt your back uh, a good deal. Yeah, yeah. It depends. Like when they there's a there's a couple sudden drops on it, and like you can get rocked. <laughs> and they they've done a little work to the track in the last few years, and it didn't help that much. It not, didn't like not a ton. There's still ones that are. It's not like a thrilling drop it's a perfunctory Ooh. little one that like just, this is an <laughs> yeah yes yeah. yeah no one would like squeal from delight about it it's pure yes ouch it's like because i was on space mountain in florida and that does it the, the cars both both on space mountain in florida and on matterhorn also really feel like you're exposed a little more than the space space mountain in disneyland 
uh, you feel really taken care of. There's a lot of space on the sides. You got a lot of room on that seat compared oh, to yeah. other things. It's mm-hmm. a bigger car. The you w- kind of wind feel rushing at you. The wind, like air conditioning, shot at you to make you feel like you're going faster. I, I yeah. feel comforting and. Well, you just like air you were talking though. about. Uh, I guess this might come up before, but you were talking about not liking wild mouse coasters and this is more in the vein of what i think sort of inspired by wild mouse yes coasters, yeah. which are just kind of more clunkier it, m- messy feels like they could fall apart <laughs> yeah it seemed yeah. like like more low rent and janky it feels like you're just like sitting in a little tiny chair like it doesn't feel it feels like your whole body is exposed whereas on space mountain and disneyland it feels like you're sitting in a proper little car mm-hmm. like this just feels like you're kind of sitting on a little sheet of like metal and that's it. There's nothing on yeah, the sides. Sure. It sure. feels like your body is... It, that's why it feels like your body can just fly out at any moment. Yeah. And it was closed for six months in 2015 to, like, you know, gussy up some projection effects inside and put in a new Abominable Snowman. And I thought, like, oh, it's going to come back. It's going to be a real smooth ride. And I'm like, I think it got worse. I think it got rougher. Or maybe I'm just getting older. When I was a kid, I loved, like, the shaky roller coaster. I was... I, I, I didn't care. I didn't care if it was rough. I I think because <laughs> Shake my, my first, spine, please. Yeah, I think the the coasters. I a lot of the coasters I went on when I was young were like wooden coasters, and mm-hmm. some of them very old. Like I was terrified of going upside down, but I would ride the shakiest wooden coasters like again mm-hmm. and again. Which I wouldn't describe my response to those things now as being a, a, afraid of them. Like I'm not afraid of them. Okay. Okay. All uh, right. I, I'm no all one. Right. Right. Calm down. Calm down. Don't suggest that with your eyes. Fair enough. Um, no, I. Yeah, there are a lot of rides you yeah you feel like you want to avoid just because it'll be literally unpleasant and not uh, like yeah. the the experience of it is not fun enough to counteract. Although I, I will say I I will still do the Matterhorn, and I think the the plus ups that they did a couple years ago got it back in my rotation of I yeah. I will tend to do it when I go to. I yes. really like it, but I know I'm going to need a minute or two after uh-huh. I get. It off. is a it is one of the only rides at what well, the both parks where if. It, well, I t- I'm about to say this now. I think it's not true. I was going to say that the guy could go, hey, you want to go on it again? And I go, I'm going to need five minutes before I got to get out and get back on. That mm-hmm. being said, I feel like even if I, my spine was rocked and a, a man made an offer to go on another ride without waiting in line, I'd go, yeah, all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So never mind. Maybe that's wrong. But it is. In, yeah, in the moment. It does feel up. like one. It feels like one ride is enough. <laughs> I don't yes. need to go on this twice. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, yeah, I need yeah. a little, no, as Jason said, recovery. Uh, yeah. I We don't go on a lot because Lindsay uh, hates it because of how hard it is on her spine. Yeah. Yes. A valid reason. And it was even weirder, I feel like, when they had the old cars because you'd have to sit with someone in your lap. I mean, you don't have to, but mm-hmm. if you had a significant other... Uh, maybe from a different relationship that had to sit in your... Like, it was weird. Like, you, you felt... Like you, like it's very hitting intimate. It. They were just yeah. hitting into you. Yes, very intimate. Yeah, I have a I have a story about the lap seating, oh. which is that I went. Th- so I, I went to Disneyland in high school with my uh, my then girlfriend, my high school girlfriend, mm-hmm. and her uh, mother, who was very very overprotective, perhaps psychotically <laughs> so, like just a degree that was. That was very crazy. And, and context, I don't know if this is important, but it was a long distance relationship. So we would only get like little stints of time together, always under very close supervision mm-hmm. of this mother. And, uh, you know, but but Disneyland's a fun 
place to go because you got you got little like little quiet parts where you could sneak yeah. a little make out yeah. in. Hell yeah, you know the the haunted mansion. Though that's that, that's that's uh, those cars yeah. almost have sides and it's dark and uh, at some point the you know like like I think I remember we got on the haunted mansion. We kind of like dashed forward so we'd have some distance mm, from her sure. mom. Hell yeah, yeah. Um, which the, but then you got to think this is where. It was helpful for me to know all the stuff so well because I was like, okay, we have to stop this uh, <laughs> this slight makeout during <laughs> Madame Leota because because you see everyone else. Yes, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a f- and the lighting's pretty decent in there, so you know mm. we had to save it up for the big, you know, the big makeout moments, like when you're going down wow. the hill into the graveyard. Uh, so oh, yeah. this is where it's it's practical and beneficial to know. Oh, wow, these are good tips. Layouts. I'm surprised these you waited this long tips. on the podcast yeah. to give us these great makeout tips. Hey, at yeah, uh, yeah. Any <laughs> enterprising any enterprising youngsters? Yeah, let me tell you i've made out in all the great places <laughs> at disneyland the haunted mansion the end i think there is oh, no really? other place actually right oh, because yeah, like, i guess you're right yeah you don't have the you don't have that car privacy i guess uh, maybe now little mermaid omni movers yes. are make out <laughs> spots yeah. uh, zephyr not happening no 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 uh, uh and this you if, know the swings you can't uh no. you, you know that your your partner's too hands, far away from fun. you that feels very wholesome mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you yeah. can if you got a private ferris wheel car that's Ooh, a make out especially a wobbly one. Oh yeah uh uh well you know because maybe she like she falls into yeah, your falls, arms ooh, in a playful it's in a, fashion. It's like a yeah, but you gotta be careful. In... You could chip a tooth or something too if that car is too <laughs> swinging. Hey, exercise caution too, guys. Uh, yeah. uh, hey, make out safe out there. <laughs> um, anyway, it it did certainly occur to me. Oh, this is a hey. The Matterhorn is a spot where you got that lap seating. Oh, maybe on that lift hill. Uh, I do what I don't oh know. My, uh, yeah, hug her. Uh, I don't know what the plan was exactly. <laughs> right. And so this was in the back of my head. However, we're in the Matterhorn line, and uh, uh, she and I are talking, and uh, just started laughing about something unrelated. And then the mom. There, there'd been this tension for the entire visit, probably knowing we're sneaking out, sneaking these haunted mansion makeouts in. Mm-hmm. There'd been this this tension. And then she says, and I'll go a little close, Mike, and just be at the clip that she was at, which is she just not looking at us, staring at the ground. Her mother (laughs) says, I know what you two are laughing about. You're looking forward to being in each other's laps. Well, let me tell you something. I've got I've got news for you. It is not happening. I will have my eyes glued on you from right behind you. Why, this is the sort of helicopter overbearing parent I would expect in the movie blockers. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, why I'm dying to see it. I want to see those people get lampooned. Like they desire first. I can relate to this. I've the, had blockers in my life. This is very funny because, like, I, I, uh, uh, yeah, I was a real dorky kid growing up, but mm-hmm. my parents were pretty, like, they weren't. Uh, uh, obnoxious like they I would mm-hmm. stay out to like one or two oh, I think because they realized dude. like hell uh, yeah <laughs> well he just did a play and we've met the other dorks who also did this play uh, so yeah I don't think we gotta worry about this one uh, but I did there mm-hmm, was like mm-hmm. I had two or three friends who's like parents were like yeah that weird <laughs> Robert De Niro meet the parent I got my eye on you yeah like, and it's just like it's very funny to me when that happens and it's like you see the kids and they're all fucking dorks yeah 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 like, what are you what are you worried about yeah. here oh and especially in a like look I am not going to impregnate her on the ride yeah there is right. no I don't know what also, exactly you were 
being a little more hands off, you're at the safest place on earth. You're uh-huh. at like Disneyland. Well, well the, and there's the, a way. Not she, the Matterhorn. <laughs> well, no, yeah. <laughs> Look, there. You know, she could have. She certainly could have done that, and and she could have even played it off. For, hey, like, hey, I'll be watching you. Instead, this like odd internalized monologue done in this scary breathy way and we still had about half hour a half hour more of line to go oh wow so we just kind of were all in silence until this occurred so was she in the mom's lap how Um, did it work i think i was still strangely i was still allowed the lap time but with the warning that i would be under supervision which obviously there's a lot of cameras watching you as well so So, i also was a real smart ass kid and was raised by uh uh at least one smart ass uh uh i guess both (laughs) my parents are a little smart ass one even more than the other but i definitely in that situation would have gone like what does that mean like i would have tried to cut the tension with like a well-placed <laughs> joke and failed miserably. Mike has mm-hmm. seen me do this where I'm like, I'm going to call out exactly what's happening and it just makes it worse. I have seen you more. do that. I I'm feel like I've seen like... Just we've say, been when in, it, say when it was and if we have to cut it out, we'll cut it out. I don't remember. I just mean like in social situations, oh. like I will go like, well, this is going great like when something uncomfortable oh, that's happens. True. Well, like, you, did, you did that when Minnie was harassing Mike. Um, yeah. yeah, which didn't help anything. I she yelled, only got more grab. I yelled, yeah. uh, "Oh, nice!" <laughs> Hell yeah! As loud for everyone in the line to hear. But um, damn, yeah. baller move. That um, that is very funny. Now I I seeing um, the the from the that young lady's mother's perspective. I mm-hmm. will admit, I there is nothing scarier as an adult than teenagers laughing and you don't know what they're laughing about and they're looking in your direction mm-hmm. like that is like a, oh no i'm gonna get bullied by kids <laughs> yeah i know like, what you, oh yeah, no just, i look foolish just on the street i know yeah nothing for like and i don't mean this isn't even recent that i'm in my 30s i think when i was 22 i was terrified oh. of teens laughing oh, absolutely. <laughs> it took me yeah. no time to get past there's no people i want the acceptance of more than teens than teens <laughs> i want teens yeah. to like me when i walk by teens on the street i'm like i think they would think i was cool i don't know but i also am scared uh scared and uh i, I admire them and i'm scared of them uh it's sort of like like on the the 30 rock joke where like tina Fey's outside of a building and she goes ah youths and yeah. like <laughs> some kids just walk by. <laughs> They're not mm-hmm. really doing anything. They just walk by and yeah, she's scared of them. something unnerving about it. I've never yeah. felt comfortable with teens, not before I was one, not while I was one, and oh, certainly no. not after being one. No, I don't know that I've ever, maybe it's ad, Maybe it's uh, longing because I've never been young. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever felt like a young, I've never felt young. I've never felt like the correct yeah. age that I am. Yes, yeah. I, I agree. Um, do you th- Are there teenagers listening to this Oh yeah, that's and, a good question. And, and now I'm thinking about it, and like, do they like it the way we intend, or are they laughing at us? Is it a long oh, con? Yeah. Are they are they making fun of us while listening to do it? Do you two hours listen to us while you eat the Tide Pods, and like before you put on a little Zan track? Is that what you guys are at? Was it like Zan? little Zan? Yeah, like so. Xanax. Lil oh, Zan. that's his name. Okay. That's what he's short for. He's, I think in, I was he's in a Twitter Zan. feud right now with my friend. Uh, past guest John Daly. Past guest John Daly. <laughs> Boy, John <laughs> learned a real lesson thing. about... Mm-hmm. John sure learned not to mess with teens. Yeah. Uh, hey, he, it's what he gets for uh Nothing funnier to me than John Daly feuding, feuding with a Lil Xan. <laughs> it was reported on. There was an article in <laughs> yeah, Stereo Gum... <laughs> 
this is worthy of a headline, apparently. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Uh, well, we look, most of our guests are good we got boys. No, we got no, Podcast the Ride is no beef with Lil Xan, okay? Yeah, teens, yeah, yeah. We love it. Thank you for listening. Thank yeah. You. Uh, thank you, thank teens. You, thank you, teens. If you tell your friends about the podcast, say it's these super cool, really self-aware guys who love yeah. Lil Xan. And <laughs> also theme parks, but mainly, they just there's just more to talk about with theme parks, but we love Lil Xan more than theme parks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Hmm. Um, well, three so- cool dudes with real normal body shapes, <laughs> real regular, <laughs> <laughs> who know where all the cool makeout spots are in Disneyland. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, uh, think your parents are giving you way too much grief. <laughs> Look, there might not be a world left for you to be adults in the way things are going, so have fun now. <laughs> yeah, come on, enjoy treats while you can. Yeah, although that's been every uh, generation thinks they'll be the last generation. You know, that's why all those 50s greasers were drag racing all the time. Oh, they had, Is that they true? had death wishes? <laughs> well, I mean, they lived in the era of, like, uh, duck and cover because mm. a nuclear bomb will be dropped on their, like, podunk high school. <laughs> well, I mean, and this and this is a very teen-friendly reference. Of course, the Wilco song, uh, Jeff Tweedy says that in, when he's singing. He says, every generation thinks it's the last. Oh, yeah. So if you that? teens love alt-rock, dad rockers, Wilco. Wilco's kind of, they're kind of like the rock equivalent of yeah. Will Zan. They paved yeah. the way for Lil Xan. Sure. You got to pay respect to the elders. They're yeah. still rock. I mean, I had Yankee Hotel Foxtrot when I was in uh, high school. I remember listening to that. Get sure. ready for the SATs. Yeah, 2001. Yeah. You don't hate all music, Jason. No, I don't. No, I don't hate all music. <laughs> you just get mad when we're talking about uh, Denny Lane. <laughs> yeah, I just get uh, confused or I lose, lose Well, track. it is true. Well, like Marvel. You two know yeah, a lot about that's Marvel. that's exactly. Yeah. Uh, we, we know a lot about, like, you have a lot of, like, because uh, you're also a big wrestling guy, but I'm not as big of a wrestling guy, but you and Mundy are a big wrestling guy. Mm-hmm. You've got, like, you've got a lot of, like, quadrants, I guess. And some, you cross over with most of them, Jason, I feel. Yeah, I'm a date tripper and some of the, some of them <laughs> <laughs> that's a music reference oh yeah <laughs> what <laughs> um here, let me there, let me keep with the parental theme a little bit which is, i have another story from my also involving like uh, uh, in-laws uh my wife's dad uh in the probably in the 60s i'm not sure if it was a grad night or just a regular day at disneyland but in the time when the skyway passed through the Matterhorn. He was he was a no good kid Ooh. and he threw a cherry bomb into the Matterhorn wow. from the skyway Whoa. and felt pretty pretty pleased with himself like wow I got away with it no, no PA announcement was made I made it and then got to the Skyway station and as he gets closer and closer sees like several security guards arms folded and he just he knows what it is he just surrenders immediately alright <laughs> where are we going he kicked out of the park now <laughs> the see that's very much a sign of the times because at the time that was like oh Dennis the Menace and uh-huh. now that would be like uh oh ISIS now yeah. you'd be uh-oh. reading about that that, that would yeah. be uh, an LA he'd, Times article. He'd be thrown in the raft with Baron Zemo. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's just the world we live in. I'll now. bust you out, Mike. <laughs> Mike being the dad. Yeah, name, not me. Not, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, important clarification. Glad I made it. Um, yeah. So, look, a lot of opportunity to get up to some no good stuff on this it's, ride, whether it's making out or throwing bombs or uh, getting decapitated. Uh, All, uh, whatever your teen interest is, uh, the Matterhorn can satisfy. Uh, you know, we, we've we mentioned, like, this ride has been plussed up over the years. Like, it, it 
always had like yeah it's a ride the toboggan ride through the swiss alps through the matterhorn um and you know eventually the abominable snowman got added uh one detail that was added in the 90s was the crate labeled wells expeditions uh-huh uh which is a tribute to the late frank wells who along with michael eisner and uh it was jeffrey katzenberg, jeffrey katzenberg. right were often cited as like the great the three executives that like kind of brought the disney company back to life uh frank wells often credited as like the level one the peacekeeper um and things sort of seemingly took a dive after because, he passed away. Because he died in well, 1994 or something. Yes. And the, that was when the classic movie era kind of ended and people started to get yeah. mad at Eisner. And, but uh, he, he was, would play Peacekeeper, uh, uh, I guess, was the role he fell into. Between and, Eisner and Katzenberg and yeah. probably other uh, entities. And he was an avid skier and, in fact, died in a helicopter crash during a ski trip. Wow. So, I mean, and and they put this crate in as a tribute that year. But, like, uh, to me, like, I get it. It makes sense as a tribute. But it does seem very morbid <laughs> to me that it's like, well, yeah, but he also died. It wasn't a casket, a though. Tri- yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> so. Um, wasn't bones implying yeah. he had been eaten by the snowman. Although that would be cool. If there like were a bunch I, of bones lying around, oh, you mean like if you died, that was the way? Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. With like some shreds of uh, orange and purple, like yeah, like I was eating an ice cream cone, and the Yeti came yeah, by, and he wanted a, a larger snack than that. Or if I was covered in sprinkles, the Yeti covered me in sprinkles and <laughs> ate me like an ice cream yeah. cone. The Yeti, I didn't know the Yeti performed ironic deaths. Yes, like he that. does. <laughs> Um, he's smarter than you give him credit for. I get, well, wait, he's, he's not the Yeti, though, he's, correct? Yeah, yeah, he's, 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 he's the abominable snowman. Yes, the Yeti is Expedition Everest. Yes, right. He was, and, the, and the abominable snowman was added in uh, 1978. They were abominable, yeah. strange, uh, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, not often used outside. And I feel like probably a lot of kids mispronounced that word. I'm not sure I would have said it correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I probably know the word... Now better because that, that's the company that made our uh, our special Lords of Synth. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. There's some abominable you did listeners make that. out there. But I think I was I probably said like a abominable like yeah. I, I think I said <laughs> it wrong until Lords. Of, yes, Lords of Synth, the genuine project of, of right, mine, not correct. just a fan. That yeah, there's no character who uh, <laughs> hypothetically made it. Uh, um, yeah, but I yeah I learned to say abominable, but that's a um, very confusing yeah. word. And I still don't, do. We know the definition of it and why it's associated with snowmen. That's a good question. Yeah. What is the technical? I mean, I'll Horrifying, look it up. Scary. Uh-huh. Abominable. Yeah. See, it also seems like notorious. Like uh, oh yeah, uh, uh, like the Ca- unsinkable uh, causing moral revulsion. <laughs> Whoa! See, that's heavier than I. That's so what I'm like saying. He's like a creep. He's like a deviant. It also says very bad the or unpleasant snowman. That's why the mom was mad. She knew that deviant snowman was going to be watching oh, us. Yeah, uh, oh, like a bad touch over the shirt. That's pervert yeah. snowman. Because yeah. before they uh, uh, changed out the animatronic, he did have like five cigarettes in his mouth, and he had a jug with three X's on it, and a bunch of porno mechs in his hand. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, his bright red eyes bugged out like the uh, like the mask wolf yeah and he made the, the reason he made the ride so bumpy was so <laughs> you'd have extra fun in the seats <laughs> it was like that curb episode where larry is the car that shakes the people in the passenger seat oh sure they have orgasms oh sure. I you see. know what i'm talking about uh, yeah uh-huh uh, 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 uh i forgot to mention this this is a perfect 
this would have been a perfect segue when we we're talking about uh, your your romantic life as a teen. Oh yeah. But apparently there was just a big pile of dirt. This is in the Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Um, before it was built, so during the construction of the park, there was dirt from the excavation of Sleeping Beauty's castle, uh, and it was like just piled up in between Fantasyland and Tomorrowland, and it was dubbed Holiday Hill. Mm-hmm. And uh, just a bunch of dirt. It was just a bunch they of tried, dirt. That Walt tried to frame like it was something that was supposed to be there, right? But it was just like they didn't know. They didn't nope. They didn't have a place to put this dirt. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And, and they started. I don't want to interrupt, but I, well, I read that they started putting plants and stuff on there because otherwise, dirt would just whip around in the wind. Like it was, because it was just a big pile of dirt, it would just fly off and hit guests in the eye. So they had to start <laughs> retroactively landscaping yeah, that sounds right. this this pile that they called Holiday Hill. Um, so they, yeah, so they were having like, they wanted people to, like picnic on it so mm-hmm. you could go and eat your lunch or whatever there. Mm-hmm. But the hill had come to be used primarily as a nighttime lover's lane. Ooh. Yeah. A lover's lane. Yeah. Ooh. And Disneyland were, they were not pleased about this. <laughs> <laughs> by, and by the, and the, by that they mean this, whatever the source of this, it means like it happened twice. Like there were two l- occasions, and that's enough to make it an urban legend that like it was on yeah, the Wikipedia. Yeah. There were Holiday Hill babies, and uh, <laughs> there's a similar thing also about the hill, which is when they started growing plants and trees and shrubs that uh, supposedly a Disney gardener started planting uh, a, a, a different kind of plant. Oh, really? A little marijuana plant. Wow. Um, Holiday which, Hill. Yeah, yeah. Holiday Hill was the place the place for you. Oh, boy, if only I'd been 16 in 1957. <laughs> You'd get to get high and then go neck with your <laughs> best gal. Talk about my yep. burgeoning communist viewpoints. Sure. And, <laughs> and if Jason were around back then, he would just be having a picnic alone and screaming at everyone to knock off the nonsense (laughs) stop rustling (laughs) my picnic basket is falling off the hill i'm perceiving everything a lot more intensely because of this plant for some reason (laughs) i guess i guess you would be high i'd be high but also cranky uh uh, has happened often in the past because too many Um, too many greasers would be necking with their poodle skirt wearing girlfriends that's true (laughs) uh loud loud rustle of poodle uh, poodle (laughs) Poodle skirts and crispy leather <laughs> hey here's an urban le- uh, an urban legend that is not an urban legend it is a true fact there mm-hmm. is uh, uh, a cast member made half basketball court yeah in the top of the Matterhorn it's kind of been shifted around once or twice but uh, <laughs> it is sort of like an area because there there used to be and there are now again although I haven't seen them in a while live climbers like costumed mountain climbers that would climb up and down this yes, mountain yes I love yeah. those climbers I love it. But has they that happened um, in a long time they no. brought it back well, in not, 2012 yes but I don't know recently we were there in 2012 I was there with my family in 2012 and they were there and they were waving to us and it's so it is so much fun seeing these people in little outfits yeah. yeah oh that's another i was saying all the, that all the different types of trans transportation are going by the matterhorn mm-hmm. also the fact that you'd have uh you'd have people propelling down the mm-hmm. hill and it's yeah. a whole other thing but to but tinkerbell uh, uh flying down during the mm-hmm. fireworks show uh, the, the fa- uh, what the matterhorn did in terms of like providing this exciting hub and this real unique odd feature yeah to, to very visually pleasing a lot of kinetic energy uh they yeah. talk about uh one of my favorite reference points on this show devil in the white city the <laughs> famous landscape architect who designed the chicago world's fair was very conscious of 
having kinetic movement. So like uh, boats in like people crossing on different walkways and boats going through canals and stuff. He realized it was very visually pleasing and sort of that extra sort of like uh, uh, oomph than just like your regular city park or something. And, sure. and Disney, you know, uh, it is noticeable in theme parks. Yeah, the monorail going by, the main street vehicles and stuff. Uh, I feel like I notice when it's not there. Like, I like at Epcot, there's the boats that, you know, go across Mm -hmm. World Showcase. But it uh, was a real disappointment to me uh, after the first once or twice I had been to Islands of Adventure when the boats that would take you from the port of entry to Jurassic Park, they only ran for a little while. And I thought that was very cool and very cool to look out and see these kind of like junk boat looking things. Uh, sure. and they're gone. Like I, they have not been there for many years. So, they don't do like, the boats anymore, or is it a different boat at Islands? Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, there's really? nothing. Yeah. Oh. Um, I don't think there was ever boats in Universal Studios Florida because that always had nighttime shows going. I wish there were boats in the water in California Adventure too. Although that mm-hmm. I guess yeah. has not been possible for a long time now with World of Color. If there mm-hmm. was so. even something, yeah, I guess can you not even pilot anything through there? Even if like yeah. people, or even if even if you couldn't get in the lake, if there were uh, jet skiers or something going by, mm-hmm. that, sure, that'd be kind of fun. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, love a jet ski. Sure. I mean, you know, you just want to feel like uh, the hustle and bustle of whatever fake town or fake land. Like, you want to feel yeah. like people are going to work, people are doing things. Make this feel like a real place would feel, because I'm never going to any real not place. Going to the no, real yeah, we're not no. going to the real Matterhorn. Um, and we're not going to a real uh, basketball court. We just like knowing that there is one yeah. in the fake mountain. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, they no. are not in any of the uh, two dozen uh, 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 social basketball leagues, Los Angeles comedians are are in <laughs> yes true uh, no uh, documentary uh, yeah. about our basketball playing no um, um but uh yeah what else about this well ride? The, the the basketball court is is interesting because i i feel like that was a that's like one of those first uh, pieces of disneyland nerddom that you that you sort of hook on to that's one of those first things that you can drop you know on yeah, a oh, party yeah. date at the park or yeah. something yeah. and uh, feel out if the person is uh, annoyed by facts like that or uh, or into them. Um, yeah. It's, it's a- like one of those like entry-level pieces of trivia that I always thought was really neat. I feel like the actual court, you now, I think Disney now is like, uh, they, they've just filmed it. You can see it in a video or something. Yeah, yeah. And it's not, I think I, uh, I think I always imagined it was like a really polished like, nice gym like a chicago bulls practice level yeah. oh uh, yeah like yeah like shiny and kept up and that maybe like if if like a high profile talent if like kobe <laughs> needs somewhere private to practice he could work out a deal to go use the but in fact it's just it looks like an attic or something it's just yeah. plywood with a rim you can play like, like horse up there yeah. but you probably can't even have a game i don't think or can you is it ha- it's a half, half court game is yeah. it a half court okay. i have i've seen it described as a quarter court that's yeah that's what i might thought be actually yeah be even a little bit smaller you can get a but horse yeah, I think going you could, uh, yeah you could have a little little fun up there and i think that's neat um being that that's the case the the top of the matterhorn is only used for uh that and as you said that's kind of the basketball court's like a kind of a break lounge for the mountain climbers Mm -hmm. Uh, and other than that uh that's the only people who go up to the top because the ride stops kind of i think 80 feet of the way up 
Um, it's a very tall structure, the Matterhorn, yes. is what I'm saying, but the only, only the bottom half essentially is used for the actual ride. Yeah, and of course looks much taller because of forced perspective uh-huh, uh-huh. when you're standing. I read uh, that by... they uh, painted, they re- recently repainted the Matterhorn to make it, uh, so, so that they, or they also designed it so that the sun would hit uh, would hit hit it in the same way that it hits the actual mountain, and they made the, oh, they wow. did a paint job that was more realistic to where like what feature is on the actual the actual Matterhorn. Yeah, there's another been a lot place of paint we will never work. go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he uh, supposedly Walt wanted real snow or like at least fake like some snow. Like he wanted the snow not to be just painted on initially, but yeah. that was too hard. Oh, okay. So uh, they. I mean, it looks kind of snowy, but of course it doesn't mm-hmm. really make sense. I've seen, I was looking at photos from the 50s and 60s as opposed to now, and it definitely looks snowier these days. I think there were times where it got to more of just a gray point, and it just looked yeah. like a big concrete. They never, here's the thing, they never uh, changed this into a giant birthday cake, right? They never, there was never no, any crazy no, different version. They never made it like check a... check in the minus column. <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. There but, was talk of a paint job at one time which i I will source uh, jim hill sure on uh which is that he uh when there was a supposedly when they were gonna bring the muppets to disneyland for the first time they were thinking about heralding that by painting the matterhorn green and maybe putting a big kermit eyes on the top so there was maybe almost a weird kermitified uh, terrifying and (laughs) if i was a child i'd be upset by it yeah possibly because i don't know that that would would you know that was uh, why? And the shape of Kermit is not like the shape of this no, mountain. No, uh, a... I would say Beaker is probably the best in terms of Muppet like shapes. A pointy head, to... maybe a maybe a monster, but a, but yeah. the monsters are more from Sesame Street. Oh, it's than... Sweetums. I guess you Sweetums could kind of make kind it look of, like. Kind but Sweetums doesn't like have a pointy head. Like Bert's head would look more like the top of. I mean, uh, I know, yeah, but the Sesame but Street a, uh, workshop a is a different corporate now because of they, the uh, sale, and we all know. You uh, all know what we're talking about. So what? Yeah, the, I guess you're you're limited in your uh, regular Muppet characters who look enough like a mountain to <laughs> that. Uh, yet again, feels like would have felt to me like a Great Gatsby uh, eyes, uh, like God watching everything you're doing in Disney Park, mm-hmm. making uh, sure there's no makeouts. Going yeah, making on. sure there's no makeouts. <laughs> the eyes in the um, sky, but where are the eyes? Um, do you know the other? We're jumping all around. We could have done this chronologically but why not i'll say things as they occur to me there's also uh, um when they wanted to replace holiday hill and clear out all that marijuana growing everywhere <laughs> there was talk of uh replacing it they, they had the idea of putting a ride there and kind of building on top of the dirt pile and there was another proto uh, matterhorn situation called rock candy mountain Do yes guys, i've heard of this yes yes yeah i i don't i don't know what a, a ton about it but i looked into it a little bit. It was not going to be a roller coaster, but it had some structural similarities to the Matterhorn, and it would have they would have actually extended uh, the Casey Jr. train ride and the Storybook Canal boats uh, to be, to explore the inner caverns of this big mountain that looks like candy. And in fact, oh, when they made is... a model of this, it would they just put actual candy all over it, and apparently, like birds. <laughs> flew into the studio and started uh, taking away, you know, Neko wafers that were pasted to the side. Man, that's, I mean, that's, 
I would like that ride but more likely, than the Matterhorn, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I like the Matterhorn fine, but that candy, yeah, I've read a little bit about that, and that sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would have been like 60, it would look like the Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory candy. Yeah. Like, yeah. however, they would, like, the made, like, that, it would be like a dirty brown water, and it's like, oh, chocolate, and you're like, now it's mm-hmm. like oil if you look at it. Or They said the rivers were going to be uh, red, but what. What candy mm. doesn't that? It just oh, feels that, like rivers like of blood. Like delicious blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, wait. The candy but we all have inside of us. And nothing about it wouldn't have. It would have just shared the name with the you know folk song that hobos would sing about. Because Big Rock Candy Mountain. Uh, here's the Wikipedia, is a folk song about a hobo's idea of paradise, you know, where hens lay soft-boiled eggs and there's cigarette trees. <laughs> it's about hobos alluring, like, pied-pipering children away to, like, yes, come here, it'll be everything you want. Is there genuinely <laughs> um, cigarette trees, or is that your generalization? It no, that that's, it says cigarette trees, yeah. Wow. Uh, 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 John, very funny John Hodgman in his book, The Area of My Expertise, does, like, a whole chapter deconstructing this song wow uh an american hobo code really and i don't think it was going to be maybe they would have used the song, song and not used the certain lyrics yeah there are changed. different lyrics there's yeah. like you know cleaner lyrics but then there's well regional lyrics. hobos would change the the words yeah, to whatever absolutely. they wanted yeah. it's so they could fix a version where they didn't have to talk about cigarettes or stealing sure it could have just been, yeah, delicious. They'd sing about like Frito pies if they were in the Southwest, or uh, delicious pastrami sandwiches if they're in New York. <laughs> That's what your hobo song. Was. Yes, I'm getting hungry just talking <laughs> about this idea. In a very uh, dire time, they might sing about eating their own hand off. <laughs> oh, potentially, sure. <laughs> uh, if you're in a really grim hobo situation, um, um, yeah. I guess, well, I uh, wish there were cigarette trees. Oh. If there had been. <laughs> That would have been a whole thing. If there was, they built cigarette trees on the ride. Then in like the 1990s, there would have been a big like to do about, well, we have to get rid of the cigarette trees on this ride. Well, like, when did it's the outdated. No, you can't. The cigarette trees, Walt wanted those. Walt's c- vision. That were, those were Walt's cigarettes and they need to be growing on those trees. Main Street had a tobaccoist for sure. a long time. Yeah. So. And huh. I wonder if there was an outcry about that too. Like I used to buy all my tobacco from the man, one man yeah. on Main Street, and <laughs> like he's going away. He knew I, me. He knew which uh, rubs I liked. Like, I don't know how you buy tobacco. Like that drunk woman we ran into at Guardians of the Galaxy. Like her mother, would, like was outside the tobaccoist as it was being retrofitted into a, a gift shop or that crystal store on Main Street. Yeah. She was like, "Come on, Did all this the... is bad. Let me buy my this luckies. This is bad. I Where want my I gotta cigarettes. Get my luckies? I don't know." I need. <laughs> what was I the official my... cigarette of Disneyland? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I yeah. should. I'll Google that. Hmm. Official cigarette of Disneyland. <laughs> um, there must have been right. They were cutting deals with everybody, left and right. Yeah, that uh, woman that she needed her special pack to make sure her daughter grew up uh, big and strong. <laughs> if I don't, uh, <laughs> uh, special pregnancy cigarettes. Uh, so uh, <laughs> another noticeable thing. Uh, I thought this would have come up when we were talking about team stuff, uh, teen stuff, but the safety warning, mm-hmm. the please remain seated per Monsera, Santados, por favor, the Jack Wagner voiced uh, safety recording, kind of infamous uh, if you grew up at a certain age, and I didn't realize this because, again, I didn't, I just learned about music five years ago. <laughs> um, 
uh, uh, is in the opening of the No Doubt ab- album Tragic Kingdom, ah. uh, which I believe I realized was a Disneyland pun like last month. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was like a Magic Kingdom pun not too did. long ago. That came that came up in uh, we we discussed Gwen Stefani apparently frequenting. Club K, Studio K, Studio and, K, and, uh, uh, and perhaps Videopolis as well, and the unbuilt West Coast what, rock and roller coaster. Starting oh, no was doubt. potentially a no doubt equivalent. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. But they sample a little of this this uh, uh, famous safety spiel. Um, so yeah. that'll when we do a theme episode about uh, songs about the parks, that'll be one of the four that we can address. Yes, that'll be. <laughs> Uh, I can one of them. Tragic Kingdom also in the name of what seems to be like at least one, if not multiple, exhausting books written by ex cast members of like oh, the, the real line. stories that went on behind the scenes at Disney at the Disney parks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tragic Kingdom. And it's like, oh god. <laughs> what was on. the what was the Banksy uh, d- uh, theme park? Exit. Oh, Dismaland. Oh, Dismaland. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, too, Exit Through the Gift Shop is like yeah. a theme park. That's a theme park thing. Yeah, 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 right, yeah. right. And the, and one of his uh, pranks in the movie is at Disney. He like yes. puts a Guantanamo body at Big Thunder, which is yeah. just confusing and upsetting. And yeah, it doesn't really make any sense. Yeah. Nailed it. Got Boy. him. Really? Uh, I can't. You got the man there. I can't, Sorry, man. I can't find the official tobacco. I don't know if Mike's they had a brand. Mike's back from the Burbank Library with a stack of books. <laughs> and I'm researching thoroughly. <laughs> the official cigarette. Trying to find the official cigarette at Disneyland. Uh, I think they sold, it says, look, they sold a bunch of tobacco products to anyone who was 16 or older. Hey. hey. So, Boy, I came up wow. in the wrong time. I could have had yep. cigarettes coming out every corner of mm-hmm. my mouth and put them, put them to the side long enough for a quick makeout. And yeah, your girlfriend's mom could have been giving you grief and you could have blown some tall <laughs> ball smoke at her face. Like, hey, mind your own business here, lady. <laughs> You're not going to see anything blow smoke in her eyes yeah. momentarily blinded. Mind your P's and Q's. We're legal adults. We're 13 years old. <laughs> Back we're in we're the... getting married before we leave today. <laughs> yeah, there was a marriage. You could get married. On yeah, get I married. assume that was a Disneyland uh-huh. too. Yeah, yeah, it was a different. You go. It's between the cigarette store or, and the bra store. Or, or the the quick shack up marriage spot. And also, probably the captain or the Mark Twain could marry you too. Mm-hmm. Whoever was. Uh, <laughs> oh, so I could have done marriages the day I was uh, the like, day that the you were at the wheel captain? of the Mark Twain. There's a good chance that anyone who wanted to get married, you could just quickly dole it out. You just had to read a couple things from a could book. Could I have annulled marriages too? If oh, I, I saw like a couple waiting down. I think you could have done a lot down. as the captain of the Mark Twain. Oh man! Any marriage you wanted to move in on, you could declare null. Oh, would I could have made a triad too. You would, <laughs> you would look down uh, from the from the the captain's deck, and you would have seen a couple, and you go, "Hey, I'm part of that now," and then it would have been legally binding. <laughs> I look. Hey. I'm your third. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I'm all for the government to start recognizing triads. <laughs> I'm on board for like there's 47 genders like or no genders or or I'm on board for it. You're on board. Count me in. Yeah. You just want to blow <laughs> I'm up. I'm also on board the Mark Twain. <laughs> you just want to blow up math. You just don't like you don't like the number 2. You don't like duos or things coming in twos. No, I'm an odd numbered man. <laughs> I'm an odd man and I love odd numbers. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm so, the, the list of things we know about you. 
big old drug head hates music come on <laughs> <laughs> come on it's an exceedingly accurate list that i'm getting. and looking to be a third <laughs> we know that family members see me plug this show and <laughs> as far as i know only my father and brother have looked it up um, yeah that's fine uh, they know if, they don't, if they don't want to know their real son then that's not my problem <laughs> Yeah, I'm a real rowdy boy. Uh, this is the last thing I have written down that I thought was interesting, and this is in a, to, just to cross off the dry facts yeah. part of it. The splashdown pool, uh, towards the end of the ride, you come down uh, uh, an incline, and you hit a splashdown pool, and there's a little bit of a, a, a splash. Um, that is also practical. It cools down, cools off the braking pads uh, oh. that are mounted under the bobsled. That's interesting. Oh. And the in hitting the water itself also acts as a braking me mechanism. I read that that came about because Bob Gurr, uh, a longtime Imagineer, Bob Gurr and Walt took a ride on it, and that they had not really sorted out the end, and that they crashed into like a haystack. Like Walt flew out of the car or something. <laughs> really? Wow. And, and that, but that he liked it. He thought it was fun. He was like, "Oh, some kind of some crazy ending, some thing that slows you down." I think the haystacks are probably there to stop the car. Yeah, and yeah. I thought it'd be a more gentle thing, but instead, it was a big rock ascending. But I, yeah, Walt wanted something interesting at the end that practically stopped the ride. I so. wish there was more classic rides that ended up with you in a haystack or <laughs> like a big hay pile, <laughs> like it in Back to the Future. That should the Back to the Future ride. You should really end up in like a manure truck or something. Oh yeah, that well, there was a possible ending of that. Did we discuss this? Oh, on the maybe episode? we did. Or Biff uh, was going to get manure poured on him. And in fact, if you look close in the ride, there's a big pipe over him that I think says manure. Oh, how about that? Which why in a science lab is there a big manure pipe? There's no reason for that. <laughs> um, so I'm glad they didn't. That that would have been a plot hole. Uh, I'll say this: that landing in a big haystack reminds me of like you know we talked about not you know we've done a a lot of more recent stuff or more recent last few decades and this is an older one i mean we have to do like an episode or multiple episodes about like 50s disneyland when you you read about stuff or you look at pictures and go like wait what was the burning of the town or like <laughs> what was circus that was a fully operational circus for a year i see like is that all the 50s Huh? Wasn't that in the early 90s or late 80s? Well, that was something. Yeah, that was like a s carnival summer or something. There was something, something called the, there the was Mickey like, Mouse Club Circus. Or oh. Yeah, there was a circus. Wow. And like the Mouseketeers would be there and stuff. And like, wow. so there was a lot of early stuff while they were figuring out what people really liked about the park and, and the what The 50s, I feel like enjoyed. might actually kind of be when the park was the coolest. You think so? Because like, or maybe I, whenever like Louis Armstrong's on the Mark Twain just playing a concert, like they'd have like cool people down there. There was a it period. Was like, it was yeah. like people would dr obviously dress up and go there. And like the Golden Horseshoe was like a cool show to go, like a cool show people liked, like adults loved it. Mm -hmm. Like there's a vibe to it. And of course, I'm just, this is, I wasn't there, but there is a vibe to it in the 50s of like, this is just a cool place to hang out. Like it's a high end Cool it felt thing. more like a genuine... The Shah like, of Iran is here. The Shah of Iran yeah, or Iran. Iran. Yeah. That is very weird because I, I remember learning about radio in college and the Associated Press, in addition to having formatting rules, has um, pronunciation rules for mm -hmm. like major news organizations. And at the time of the Iraq war, you were supposed to say Iraq, not Iraq. Yes. Uh, well, there weren't uh, such rules. Not such rules. Narrating in the days of Disney specials. Yeah. Um, I, I actually have another. Th strangely, the Shah of Iran had a, another 
connection to Disney later, which is that he there was a uh, they were going to build the Persian Hotel right at the, yes. at, uh, at Bay Lake, like near not not on the same in the same area as the Polynesian, uh, uh, but close to it, I guess. The concept art is beautiful uh-huh. for that. Yeah, 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 sort of kind of a Taj Mahal looking uh, uh, palace kind uh, of vibe. Uh, yes, I forget the official terms for like the architectural style, but it's a All lot right. of blues and whites and like very pretty no i don't think i've really seen it but the uh but the yeah the the shah of iran was going to uh, uh, put up the money for this potentially but then the iranian revolution happened yes. and he went into exile and uh mm-hmm. the Did biggest fallout from that was the loss of the persian mm-hmm. hotel yeah, uh, i can yeah, think of nothing else sure. more important uh <laughs> i think there was supposed to be like a a per like a pavilion too there was talk of really. an iran pavilion but um the great shah of iran did a yeah, lot of great a work with totalitarian uh, piece of shit overthrown by the c or initially put in power by the cia three years uh, before his uh fun matterhorn ride with his wife he started <laughs> savak a secret police force uh that tortured uh, his enemies uh, and then oh. there he is riding with Walt. How the, is that word spelled? S A V A K. Because Savik in Navi means rise to the challenge. Whoa. How that is Same very... spelling? No, it's like an I instead of an A, I think. Okay. But it's very huh. close. Huh. What a so spooky Navi. coincidence. So, rise to the challenge. It's which... a more positive word mm-hmm. than the, yeah, the, the, the other, the thing representing and a... Then, a secret police force that apparently tied weights to people's testicles until they confessed. Jesus yes. Christ! Yeah, this is happening while these having a like ah the oh this is just the, like the Swiss strangest Alps. historical <laughs> tangent. Yeah, Who right. thought we would have started at the Matterhorn mm-hmm. and ended up in a pre-revolution Iran. It's a big TikTok between sixteen-year-old uh, uh, makeouts and uh, yeah, a giant overthrow. Something for the whole family. Reason. On this episode, <laughs> if you're a history buff uh, or if you're a horny teen, there's something for all of you. City planner uh, who loves talking about parking options. If you're Lil uh, Zan, uh, <laughs> uh, again, we have no feud with Lil Zan. We love oh, Lil Zan. Love you, Zan. We're glad you're listening. We've heard he listens. So yeah, he, he does listen. Yeah. Um, um, he's gonna do a song about us. Uh, what else have we? Missed? I like. I like on the new. The, they refurbed the ride a couple years ago, and even though they didn't make any improvements to the track, even though mm-hmm. it seems like it's the exact same. It's different cars, but like not much yeah. as far as if it's a smoother ride. Uh, they made the Yeti better. There's a cool effect now where, or excuse me, the snowman, abominable snowman. Mm-hmm. There's a cool effect now where it looks like he's like, you're seeing him on the other side of ice. And I he's kind of climbing towards that. you. It looks so cool. That is yeah. so well done. And the sound design is legit scary. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it, that, that all almost more, than the uh, uh, more more than the the robotic snowman, I think that build up is, is really. Cool. I mean, I, I was gonna say I love the, the robotic snowman is legit terrifying. He yeah. he yeah. looks his those like movement looks real. Yeah, he lunges he at you lunges now at, because it was un, it was a little unclear before what the snowman's deal was. He just kind of like flatly rah, and right. I liked the old snowman sure. too. I got no beef with the old snowman or Lozan, but the the new one it does seem more. Clear to me. Maybe I just know this from watching an Imagineering video, but they pointed out how he's, you know, he's he's protective. He's like he's protecting yes. his mountain, and that communicates a little better. And there's a great thing they added too is that in one of the uh, when you're zooming in and out of the mountain, uh, there's a Skyway car 
that he has yeah. taken and some oh, other little yeah. artifacts. Oh, one of the old styles of vehicle. Yes, uh-huh. it was the old Skyway. So, like, the idea is that, like, when that Skyway was going through, he, you know, took one and he took it and he put it in his, like, little treasure pile. He, like, mangled which it is, up a little. This is nerd stuff that I love. This is fun. This yeah. is, I guess this is an East, this is like a classic yeah. Ready Player One Easter egg, <laughs> if you really think about it. And, uh, of course, there is one, there used to the uh, two snowmen because two tracks. The yes. oh, one of the old original snowmen is in the queue for Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, which is awesome. Uh, trapped uh, with figments in a crate. Yes, and that's another thing. What's cool about the Guardians is that they've they've made the the collector, the famous Benicio del Toro character that's in the movie for five minutes. He loves the Disney parks. He's a Disney parks fanatic. <laughs> yeah. So he has a lot of artifacts and characters from the Disney uh, the Disney parks history. The he must first... have been thrilled to get to buy that hotel then. That old haunted hotel that they wanted yes. to get rid of anyway. Of course. He got to overtake it and put so his collection there. Tanelier. Well, I think, you know, I think Joe Rohde said that in the narrative of what's going on in that area is that one day that just appeared. Oh, that's his ref- yeah. That's his explanation. There was for no it. purchase. There was no sign of the lease from the bank, right? From no. the uh, I don't know HR uh, Terrorson, whoever owned the Tower of Terror. Before. <laughs> it was not. It was not like Back to the Future ride Simpsons, where there was a. They put the narrative there that they sold. He st- sold the Institute of Future Technology to. Uh, that's Krusty. what I'm after. I want forms. I want to see transfer of ownership. Mm-hmm. No, I want I logic here. I think the roadie logic is that all of a sudden, oh my God, where did this giant, crazy space fortress, spaceship, whatever he calls it, yeah. power plant? The one, I think the first or second time Mike and I wrote it, because there, there's stuff, there's clearly audio Easter eggs in the queue line, too, in the yes, outside queue. It is. And I very quickly like went, like, oh, this is, a, I was like, oh, this, I very very proudly went like this is a midi version of the best time of your life yes so they yeah there are audio uh, he he not only other carousel of progress the other carousel where it might have just been the song but mm -hmm. i forget in tanelier tavon's collection he also has an audio collection and while you're listening in line they have kind of like warped little like things so like it feels like there's loops of like maybe old tomorrowland in that line like while you're listening to stuff. So like there's a whole, I don't know how long it goes, but it, I don't think I've ever heard a repeat, even if I'm in line for a long time. Wow. So there's like, if you, this is like the, this is the nerdy stuff and they really found a good way to do it on this particular ride. Which so you could probably see. also helps if, because there was a lot of people were skeptical and some people still do not really like the, the guardians red. And I think it was, it was probably a good way to like shut up some of the yes. nerds to put all your Easter eggs in there. I, I'm sure it went sure. A, a good way to you having goodwill towards this ride yes it makes me yes it makes me uh very happy to see the old yeti yeah it makes and, and hear this and there's a squid right there's squid from Twenty Thousand leagues yes the squid from Twenty Thousand leagues there's a couple other things too and then they're yeah. they're going to change stuff out supposedly yeah, and yeah. put all their old things in there right. do you did you do you know that the the abominable snowman was a a redress of a jungle cruise gorilla the original really one. how about that uh-huh not unlike the story of changing the Rock of Fire explosion to Munch's Make Believe Band. At right, Chucky very Chief. similar. It is a redress of a gorilla. But in this <laughs> case, probably uh, to, to better use. Hmm. Yeah. Um, sorry, Munch. You're not a good redressed gorilla. Mr. Munch. I like Munch. What am I talking about? Yeah, we about? all like Munch. Why am I? Uh, um, I'm a big fan of Munch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I take it back. Sorry, D- Munch. For, I guess Doug Jones is, is a little upset when we say stuff like, we like 
the Chuck E. Cheese band more than the Rock of Fire explosion. Yeah, and he doesn't Munches. like uh, Guardians, I don't think. He did a little yes. jab. Everybody's got their things yes. that they do and don't like. There's um, people, yeah, There's. Pe- I remember I saw Mark Hoppus tweet. He was very upset about the Guardians of the Galaxy. Blink-182 frontman Mark Hoppus. Like, people have very... Maybe we have and not we've got properly... got our own opinions, too. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we haven't properly represented the people do not like. Christian I do think we may, we could have done, when we were putting this podcast together, we could have had a difference of, like... We we are all we fall in a, like a similar line. We have differences, but we don't have. We need to have like the counterpoint. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to add a person to the podcast. <laughs> we need more. We people need another voice. Of- another Just person. An incredibly annoying devil's advocate in the corner. <laughs> I like that the Matterhorn hurts your back. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, and then yeah, no, and then then somebody who never wants anything to change. Somebody who's an advocate for. I think we should bring first. the Shavaran back. <laughs> we should find that woman. Mm-hmm. from in front of guardians and get her on the podcast sure and uh she should be here every week <laughs> do you think what if we did track her dead we've i feel like we haven't been super nice to her so if she's heard this uh i don't know if she's gonna agree although maybe uh, it'll the, like start the fire and she'll want to come start mm, arguing points the problem is i have a feeling that she came up to several different uh, people that looked like you and I who also all have podcasts who also probably. have podcasts who also were like eh, maybe it'll be fun mm-hmm. and maybe she won't know yeah she won't know maybe also too drunk to remember that, yes wow. very good point <laughs> very good point she had Walt Scotch mist at the at the <laughs> Carthay Circle Lounge and we wouldn't put up with that here nobody's drunk on this podcast this no. ain't no lover's no. lane we, we don't uh, have no we don't have special plants here we uh, we, we breathalyze each other before yeah. to make sure that we're at pod, uh, optimum performance uh, uh, so what do you guys that so uh, uh, what do you guys think about this ride yeah. like wrapping up uh, yeah. our um, usual ratings how do you guys feel about this? Um, I th- well, I think they legitimately did a a, re- a great um, plus up, and it feels like it's just it's got to be mechanical. They got to make that thing not. Yes, hurt you the somehow. number one thing is mechanical. I fear that the thing is built in a, such a way that it might be impossible. Mm-hmm. Just as far as clearances are concerned, like if they were to make the track like smoother they'd have to put a whole different thing like a different system in there maybe and then like you'd have to like make the tunnels wider because then they don't want a human being's hand to be able to touch it if they yeah although it feels like you could it feels like i could touch a wall if i if i tried the thing has uh, maimed people body yeah. parts have uh, come off and it, yeah you feel that it's it's pretty tight clearances on this thing uh yeah so i don't know if it's if they, somebody would probably say it's impossible to make it a different Probably, ride system. This, this might be the most con- like easy consensus in terms of like how we feel about a ride of like the plus up. Like good. yeah, it's recently gotten plus up. All that the story stuff and the effects looks great, but like yeah, if we could plus anything up that track, man. Just make yeah, this is a, a genuine idea. Um, just make it more make it more comfortable. We're, we're getting up there. We're not. Uh, we're not rowdy teens anymore. We need <laughs> yeah. we need back support. So help us. Um, I I would love some more Easter eggs too. Mm-hmm. I would love a little more. Sure. There's a like maybe another. I don't know if there's any room for show scenes, but you know. Yeah, I one more uh, uh, appearance 
of the snowman, some sense yes, of that's what, uh, yes. of closure. If he was, you know, what I was thinking is, if he's hanging upside down from from somewhere, Ooh, if that you were going spooky. down and then he Ooh, sort yeah. of like came down, surprise and, and reached for you. How about this? Uh, bring back the climbers outside the pr- people, but then have one of them get eaten or get sucked into the side of the mountain. That would be so. You'd cool. be like, they'd be. I mean, it would kind of ruin maybe the fun atmosphere of Main Street, but it would be fun. Sure, and Scott, maybe to your idea, we could uh, they could reskin the Xenomorph from the great movie ride that comes from the ceiling. <laughs> oh yeah, and have uh, an that already hangs snowman. down yeah. and attacks uh, folks. Yeah, uh-huh. um, I, I have an idea that that would just be that would not uh, negate the regular operation of the ride, but it actually would be a uh, a holiday overlay mm. or sort of a you know a theme to certain times of the year. It, it would be uh, when speaking of our fevers, when Olympic fever. Uh, uh, hits the world. Uh, if if we if during the Winter Olympics, there's a perfect opportunity to get a beloved Disney property in there, and I'm talking of course about Cool Runnings. <laughs> if there sure. is a uh, just a seasonal just for in February in Olympics years, if the ride becomes a race against the Jamaican bobsled team, mm. and you would have to shut down one of the two tracks you'd have to like give it over to be their track and then you weave in and out and you'd have to start them all at the same time and presumably build a set of four Mm -hmm. robots in each car this is an expensive yeah this is gonna be this is expensive and then you also have to make sure the ending like radiator springs racers yeah someone wins but you have to smooth that out you can't say you lost the race because you can't lose at disney it's not a gloating situation and and the bobsled team are beloved underdogs you wouldn't feel great about beating them Uh yeah but you'd be the stand-in for the evil swiss team that was the enemy right right uh um uh but um but this is an uh uh, a good-hearted race this is a uh an exposition game is that the term right when baseball exhibition exhibition it's an exhibition exhibition game bobsled race yeah they're trained you're helping them train right so win or lose you're giving them a little challenge because the olympics are going to be in switzerland this year right but then imagine they're surprised when there's a monster Hanging around like they did, you know, they've been training for a while in, mm-hmm. in their weird jalopy uh, yeah. bobsleds out in the sun, but but they're in, they're in good shape. But they were not expecting a, we couldn't uh, train for uh, this. I I have another pitch for that. Um, how about it's just like you're on the set of Cool Runnings 2 and you are your actors and you're oh, no, yeah, great, you're, uh, sure. we you need know, you to perform in the scene. <laughs> so when you're passing by the other car, give them a cheer, give them a boo, yeah, you express yourself. That's good. I like that, yeah. Uh, uh, um, and then I and, and I was saying I'd like one more robot appearance, right? And I've got an idea. Well, so I think you you get rid of the competition aspect by, as in the climactic race in the film, they skid out and uh, they oh, they yeah. because they got to walk out, you know, proud, even though they didn't quite finish, but they marched mm-hmm. across the finish line. So we know that they'll give it their all no matter what happens. You keep going, they get grabbed by the monster, right? Uh, uh, and you know they're, they're so they're disqualified. But then you th- you wonder what happened to the bobsled team. I wanted to beat them in the race, but I didn't want anything bad to happen to them. And then you see them right at the end. You make one little show scene, and they they're now they're hanging out with the abominable snowman, and they got oh. some spliffs and they're getting them high. Oh, a tribute oh, to great. to the old Holiday Hill. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, an That's acknowledgement great. of the history of the place. I like that. Yeah, and they brought I, they brought some they brought some good stuff, and they're smoking out the snowman. They're best buds now. Let's uh, let's just call it Ice Cream Mountain. All right. Oh, hey. Cover it. Jason perked up. Let's cover it in orange and purple sprinkles. 
All right, and in that climatic climactic scene where uh, he the abominable someone is reaching at you, you put an ice cream cone in his hand, and he's trying to hand you an ice cream. Oh boy, that's fine. It's <laughs> nice. It's nice. He was trying to get your attention. Yeah, it, to like, an abominable snowman, what seems to us like a terrifying roar is just him saying, "Hey, take this." Um, hey, want a refreshing treat? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And well, you can add that dialogue too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> want a, a translator uh, uh, put subtitles in front of yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, uh, this, this is this is probably the time to wrap up. I have a very quick fact, which is that uh, uh, the there's a the Tinker Bell because I'll never get the chance to say it otherwise. Tinker Bell flew down uh, when they started doing that in the '60s. Uh, uh, t- her name was Tiny Klein. She was a Hungarian circus performer. She was 70 years old. Oh my god! When she started doing. The Tinkerbell flight from wow. the top of yeah yeah and and she died of stomach cancer three years after she started doing it in 1964. Jeez. The last three years of her life she spent in summers flying down because it was a, a trick crazy. that Walt saw in a in a circus uh, or, or no it was like some it was a Hollywood Bowl show where Tinkerbell did that and he, he said I want that at the park every night this summer. Man. She did it the last couple of years of her life. Tiny Klein. God bless uh, her. So if I didn't get that Tiny Klein info, no, out, we needed that. Uh, uh, yeah, let's let's just shoehorn that in there. And now that's all the drama facts about mm-hmm. the Matterhorn. Mm-hmm. All right. And you have survived Podcast the Ride. Um, Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, Podcast the Ride and Podcast the Ride at gmail.com. Yeah. And send t- us more questions. Now you know send we might read questions. them. And, yeah. tell, and tell your mom about us. Yeah. yeah. And if, Moms you ask, love if mom us. has a question, let's email us. Thanks, mom. Yeah. Thanks, mom. Hey, thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.